Christmas, Christmas, Christmas. Well, it's Christmas time, pretty baby, and the snow is falling on the ground. Christmas, Christmas. Well, it's Christmas time, pretty baby, and the snow. Sleigh with reindeer, no sack on my back. You gonna see me coming in a big black Cadillac? Oi, you lot! You listen to Garage Hammer, episode 328. On tonight's episode, it's the annual review, which means Roaders here, which means Walkers here. Which means the fat manling's here too. So shut it! I'm listening to me show. Welcome to the garage, you tools. For the next two hours or thereabouts, we're going to do our best to keep you informed, entertained, and have a few laughs along the way. Bringing you top threes, bottom threes, and uh, other types of suggestions as we run through this whole year. I'm Dave Whitek, and with me as always is Chris Walker. What's going on, Chris? Hey, hey, I am doing well. How are you? I am quite well, thanks. And joining us, as is the Christmas the Christmas tradition. In fact, the one person who's actually changed the Christmas tradition of this show by suggesting the new end of the show song by the waitresses, which replaces the old... My favorite Christmas song. Well, after you said it last year, that's become the one that goes at the end of the show now. It's done it twice. It's going to be its third year in a row, I believe. I just heard that one the other day. Again. What's uh? What's before we get into the top three and bottom three of the year? What's oh. your top three and bottom three Christmas songs of the year? Oh God! Um, because obviously, Christmas wrapping by the waitresses is my number one. Yes, a good one. I keep that uh, up there. Everyone loves. I mean, you gotta go with Mariah Carey. No, that's a bottom. Christmas is you. That's a good one, dude. Uh, mm-hmm. There is definitely um, the show opener, which is Santa Claus is Back in Town by Elvis Presley. That's yeah, that's a, that's, that's in mind because yeah, that's one of my faves. Classic, classic. Yep. I'm gonna go Christmas wrapping. I'm gonna go Blue Christmas from Elvis, okay. and then I'm gonna go Brenda Lee's Rocking Around the Christmas Tree. Those are the top three for me. Okay. Okay. Nice. Nice. I'll give you that. Uh, I'm gonna like I'm gonna stick with. Uh, Santa Claus is back in town. I'm going to go with that one. Uh, I'm also going to go with Christmas Bells, the, the Christmas song about Snoopy and the Red Baron. And then, um, I don't know. I, I don't really think about it that much. Um, Miley Cyrus, Santa Baby is a good one, dude. No, I may have to give it to uh, I may have to give one of it to Bing because that whole damn Christmas album is gold. So I, you know. Ooh, I really like the Charlie Brown Christmas album. Like the, 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 the Geraldi one is the one Charlie Brown Christmas song. Uh, what's the one called? You know the one. There's like by the guy who does the thing, and it's sad. You know the one. There's like oh. the, do, do, the, do, the, do, they have like the skating one. The skating one is legit. Christmas yes. time is here. It is here. Yeah, yeah. Yes, that is that's a banger. <laughs> it is a sad banger, banger nonetheless. Okay, top three, bottom three. 
What's the worsties? Oh. Uh, easy, 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 easy. The one, the Paul McCartney one with the lasers and the kid chorus. Ooh, that's a bad yeah. one. Is that simply having a wonderful Christmas time? It might be. That's Maybe. a bad one. Yeah. I really don't like the Dominic the Donkey thing. That's bad. <laughs> I know a lot of people love it. Nope. Nope. Any any of those, like the marshmallow candy Christmas, uh, terrible. Any of that, just yeah. like garbage stuff. And yeah. then uh, Step Into Christmas from Elton John. Get out of that, here. Yeah, that's, a, uh, that's sad. Yeah. a good one. Um, yeah. I could skip. Yeah. I can skip the wham whamapalooza. I can skip that. Oh God! And, yeah, that's not good. But uh, yeah, I can't. Uh, oh, you know what? Just uh, the other one, the one that they play where the where Santa goes to visit the soldier or the Christmas shoes one. They, you've heard the Christmas shoes song. Ooh. You do you know the Christmas shoes song? I know I've mentioned it before, Chris. The guy's in line paying for stuff, and the kids in front of him can't afford to pay for the shoes that he's buying for mom because he wants her to look nice when she meets Jesus oh, tonight because she's dying of cancer. Yeah, on yeah, Christmas. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Did you ever see that movie that starred Rob Lowe? They as, made a uh, movie. Yeah, wasn't he in yeah. Christmas Shoes? Yeah. There's a there's a Jessica Simpson Nick Lachey baby. It's cold outside. That's not great. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Anything Jessica Simpson related. <laughs> Me twenty years ago thinks it's pretty cool. <laughs> uh, all right, listen, I got I got We got to pay the bills here real quick. So before we get all this all done, right. I do want to thank the sponsors, which include Kazark Superstar, Kazark yeah. Superstar, yeah. Six Squared Studios, Six Squared Studios, and Grognard Games in Roselle and Batavia, because there's always something to happen at. Grognards. Also, our there Patreon you. sponsors, associate producers Jake C, James Brown, Old Man Yeti. Executive producers, Scotty Mill, George Stradon, and Sir Killsteak, and our newest patron, Dan Durrett. Thank you, Dan. Thank you, everyone. Past, present, and future Patreon sponsors. Thank you for becoming part of the 1% that makes this show and everything we do on it possible. Now, Indeed. listen, um, we need to take a break. When we come back, we are... What the heck was that? Um, when we come back... There are sound effects on here. When, Sorry, I, I had the first one. Stop that. Um when we come back, we are going to do. We're going to do. We got a bunch of. We got some. We got some voicemails because I got voicemail, and yep. then um, we're going to hit the toolbox before we get into our top three, bottom three. So we will be back and do all that in just a minute. Hi everyone, it's uh, Future Dave. Just jumping in here before the commercials to explain a little bit. Uh, sorry if I sound bad. Since we recorded, I have come down with a cold. Uh, okay, we took a break early to fix the obvious sound issues that we were having in that first segment. Uh, of course, uh, by the end of the show, I realized we only took two breaks. Uh, so I kind of forced a break in where we could in the episode. So if it's got a weird edit, I, I apologize. Also, uh, th this is the actually important thing. Uh, please listen to the very end of the show. But I have an announcement at the end of the show that I think is pretty cool and uh, will come to fruition. My idea shall come to fruition on the my, uh, quote, birthday episode, which uh, is the my birthday is February 27th. So, so the episode for February 25th will drop on the 27th instead. And uh, trust me, I think you'll all uh, want to hear uh, this. So just please stay tuned till the very end of the episode. And now back to the show.
That's right, folks. Chaos Orc Superstore, your one-stop shop for all your hobby gaming needs. They've not only got current and classic GW releases, Chessex Dice and Vallejo Paints, but now they're also carrying Mantic, Infinity, Flames of War, Privateer Press, Soda Pop, Dark Age, and other assorted boarded miniature-based games. They usually ship within 24 hours, and the model in the picture is the model they ship to you, because at Chaos Orc Superstore, what you see is what you get. And we're back. Hey, guys, we're hey. back. There's Rotor. There's back. Chris. Hi. Hey, guys, we got voicemails. Hooray. And the voicemails is happening. Hold on. We got a call from freaking Denmark. Yes. You're there, right, I Rotor? Knew I knew I knew we yeah, would. Is that, is that his username? No. Freaking Denmark? No, no, no. Oh. That's a place. It is a place. A real place in the world. Hey, guys, it's Daniel from Denmark. I'm calling you because I want to... Thank you for a great program. I found it by accident on Spotify when I was trying to listen to uh, Goblin music, but uh, you guys came up and I'm just really happy about it. Take care. Un 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 uh, unsolicited praise from Denmark. We have listeners all over the world. We're taking over the world. We are one, one listener one, at a time. One listener at a time. Okay. Let's do this. Uh, I don't, I'm going to hit this one next. Uh, it's now. Oh, okay. This is from the wife of Old Man Yeti, and if I can, uh -oh. if I believe Google <laughs> Translate, her name is Tuna, according to Google Translate. Let's okay. see. We ap what we apologize in advance for anything that Google Translate says. Sorry. Hey, Garage Hammer. This is Tuna. I am actually the wife of Old Man Yeti. And I just wanted to call and let you know that I have recently been listening to your podcast, and I really appreciate you guys. I have really loved the hobby, but recently I've had a hard time, you know, doing everything that is involved with Warhammer. And I listened to your recent episode because my husband encouraged me to, the one about hobby burnout. And it kind of gave me the courage to just say sometimes I just want to build lists, and sometimes I just want to play... Uh, a game and sometimes I just want to build terrain and I really want to just say thank you so much for helping me enjoy the hobby again because it really became stressful when all of my friends wanted to play and people wanted to play Plastic Glory and you know meet up for games and it just became overwhelming and after listening to that episode I totally understood that it's okay just to enjoy one part of a hobby so recently, my husband and I have been focusing on terrain, and I have thoroughly been enjoying it. And then since then, I've been working on building my Age of Sigmar uh, Daughters of Cain army. And just thank you. I just really appreciate you what you guys do and for your podcast because it has brought me back to really enjoying Warhammer. So thank you guys so much, and keep doing what you do. I think well, you are certainly we rule. Welcome, indeed. <laughs> it's been our pleasure. That's kind of awesome, and it did yes. sound like she said her name was Tuna, right? Like I heard that too. 
I don't think it was Tuna. I think uh, it was. I don't know. I or soon. I mean, that's. I. I don't know. I thought. I, I was certain it was going to be Tina, and that it was just Google. But, but either way, I'm. Hey, great. I'm glad. Because that's, dude, that's totally the case. How many times, Rhoda, are we hobby? It's like, what are you doing tonight? And it's like, not what I was doing yesterday. <laughs> I think her name was Judith. Judith. Oh, maybe that was it. Hold on, hold on. Let's do it again. Yep, yep. Hey, Garage Hammer. This is Suna. I am actually the wife nope. of. No, maybe Su- Suna? Suna? Call, call back and let us know, please. <laughs> yeah. Or let us know in Discord. Yeah, yeah, jump on the Discord. Hammer Discord. Our, our, hey, my tech and just spell it. <laughs> yeah, somebody doubt because that's okay. All right, so next call because we got a few more. We got a call from Southwest Florida from right. Chuck. Hey, Dave and Chris. Uh, this is Chuck from Southwest Florida uh, in the Naples area. I'm a first time caller. Uh, started in Warhammer like a year ago, uh, Age of Sigmar like 10 months ago, and immediately fell in love with Age of Sigmar. Kind of dropped 40k like a bad habit, to be honest. Um, and uh, stumbled across your podcast like six months ago, uh, and immediately fell in love with the podcast, too. Um, at this point in time, I've gone back and listened to every single episode pretty much since 3rd uh, Edition launched, and y'all started doing episodes on 3rd Edition. Oh, dude, this uh, guy's uh, I just want to say y'all are the best. Glutton for punishment. Um, also, you need to stop getting me interested in new armies all the time. I'm seven armies deep already, and uh, you've got me interested in two fresh ones again. Uh, built Skaven, Night Haunt, uh, IEK, Blades of Corn, Ogre Maw Tribes, um, OCR Bone Reapers, and I'm working on Slaves of Darkness, 2000 points of Slaves of Darkness right now. And then, because of your latest episodes, give or take, uh, Cities of Sigmar and Flesh Eater Quartz are looking awesome as well. Um, and I will say, if I'm going to do a Flesh Eater Quartz um, next, I'm going to base them on, on Viscera and Poop bases. So thanks for the idea, Dave. I love it. <laughs> um, also, Dave, I want to mention that uh, you talked about a Larry Korea series, Saga of the Forgotten Warrior, I think in your Gen Con episodes. Oh, yeah. And um, I love him, but I had never even heard of those books before. And um, all the way through all three already, absolutely fantastic. Thanks for the suggestion. Um, so I do have a quick question, actually. Uh, my wife is a teacher, and um, she just start, she's actually starting a board game club. Uh, it's including the Warhammer Alliance free starter set thingy, uh, which is awesome that GW does that. Um, but after they're done with those models, which I'm sure they're going to kind of go through quickly, I want to know if you have any inside baseball on who I can talk to or where I should go to look for, like, just free or cheap, old, half-beaten-up, doesn't-even-matter models for them to practice painting on. Um, I don't really want to go the 3D printer route, but I can always do that if I need to. Uh, just something for the kids to, to really build their knowledge base with. Um, anyways, uh, just want to say thank you guys again. I'm leaving the hospital uh, from a 12-hour stint with my 1-year-old daughter who got a spider bite. My wife's with her now. I'm going home after the shift change, basically. And uh, re-listened to like three separate episodes, including the Flesh Eater Course one. And uh, it got me through these last 12 hours. So thank you guys again for everything you do. And uh, have a fantastic time and keep up the good work, guys. Whoa. That was a lot. <laughs> Thank you for calling. That was fantastic. Yeah. Um, I'm glad I was able to keep you company while you were just sitting in the waiting room <laughs> with yeah, your daughter. Too. I feel like spider bites in Florida are probably no joke. No, yeah. no, I'm guessing they're not exactly. That's that's great. 
That's my guess. Yeah. Christmas miracle. Um, well, Chuck, um, geez, I got him to start seven armies. That's bananas. Where are you <laughs> going to go for cheap models? Uh, uh, Chaos Orc Superstore. Yeah, I mean, well, there's that type of thing. Uh, Chaos Orc Superstore does have used models, and it's, yeah. it's literally like in the commercial says. Whatever you see there is what you're going to get. So yep. they can totally do that. Um, Grimedard Games just started taking in used models again. Yes. Go on their web go on their website. They might be on there. Yeah, you can find stuff that's used stuff. Um because they used to have Probably. all those bins of used stuff. Yeah. Oh, check yeah. check your local games. Uh, uh honestly after that, um if you're just looking for stuff for little kids to practice on, then you just find your you find what you can that's pretty cheap, which a mm-hmm. lot of times for me is like if I was gonna give kids stuff to practice on, I might buy some mantic because you can get like thirty, forty models for thirty bucks. Yeah. I mean, um, the, you, know, the, uh, you know, I, what's that? What's that line? The bones, the bones line at the high, yeah. at the game store. Yeah, those Reaper, are, Reaper those are bones. Nice Reaper those. bones. That's a model line of relatively inexpensive models. Yeah, I mean, those things are what like, two, three, like the small ones are just a couple bucks a pop. So right, right. Yeah, that's that's where you go for the inexpensive stuff. So, uh-huh. all right, couple more voicemails, and then um, we got another caller from California. I believe this is Janet. Hold on one second. Here we go. All right. Hey, you tools in the garage. This is Janet from the central parts of California. I'm calling again to ask you a question about death. So for death armies, do you think there's any way in the lore in which you're going to have a death army that's not directly tied to Nagash? I was thinking like maybe there's like a Frankenstein kind of thing going on, or maybe it's like um, that one battle zone they had where it was the spirits of berserkers. Anything at all like that? Or do you think it's just kind of a pipe dream and the gash is always the death guy? Let me know what you think. Thank you. Okay. I'm glad we don't have to get into a long, drawn-out discussion of the metaphysical issues with death. Uh, yeah, and it's I want to talk to you about death. death. I'm like, oh, boy. Army, so we're good. Um, but, yeah, Nagash. Yeah. Uh, if you're he, dead, I mean, he, he is. Oh, at, he, yeah. He is at, yeah. At the end of the day, he's pretty much rigged the system, so it all really does come down to him. But, there are still some underworlds that persevere that haven't given into Nagash. So, but if he just comes marching in there, I mean, I mean, yeah, I think she's talking about undead. Like, obviously, yeah. there's living yeah. people who fight him, and but once once you're dead, yeah. I, I mean, they said that in the oh, he went into the world of the realms that, and he has killed every other god in yeah. the realm of death. Like, there, yeah. he is yeah. pretty much it. I'd say yeah. they've they've yeah. they've. Is that he's like Lord of Death, or is it that he's actually super into souls? And I say that because what if who are those fish elves? I don't have Deepkin. Yeah. What if they died because they're soulless? Mm-hmm. And so, and then there's like a mage who brings them back to life, undead style. So now they're like skeletal elves, but they never had souls. So Nagash doesn't actually control them. Yeah. That's Guys, about. yeah, be creative. Jeez, help this lady out. It's Christmas. Yeah, you did it, Rotor. I mean, right. I didn't. I knew I couldn't do it. I and right. and, so, and I didn't. I proved yeah. myself right. But there, yeah. see, so, this is why so alluded, we need yeah, you. They've on the alluded show. to. Yeah, they've alluded to underworlds that actually are are fighting against Nagash that haven't given over yet. There's a one that's like the realm of uh, undead heroes, like Halost in Shaiish. Mm-hmm. It's an underworld there that. Hasn't given in, so there's those but are, guys. Is it the people or is it the spirits of the dead the that spirits, are fighting? The him? spirits of the dead that are fighting against him. Mm. It was in a white dwarf about a year. Interesting. Ago. 
I just always under the impression that yeah, you could fight him all you want, but if he turns his focus right on you and he's like, Bleh, like he's kind of kind of mushia, yeah. but right. maybe he won't. I don't know. Yeah, and then there's our there are some flesh eater courts, you know, fat you know, out there that are against Nagash instead of for him, but you know, they're kind of doing their own thing. We talked about that the last time. Yep. Uh, I mean, there's got to be ways. There's, I mean, he can't be everything. He can't be, He's especially finite. in his weakened, especially in his weakened state right now. Yeah, because Techless kicked his butt. Yeah. Is Nagash all? Am I am I misremembering his catchphrase? Is that not who he is? Yeah. Well, according <laughs> to him, he is. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So, all right. Like the- Wait, we got two more of these, and then we are done. So, Dan from South Central Pennsylvania, coming up next. Is he Amish? Dave and Chris, uh, this is Dan from uh, South Central Pennsylvania. Uh, two two comments and a suggestion. So, one, uh, I loved the the episode. It might have been from even last year, uh, where Dave's son. Uh, had a had a job, um, uh, <clears throat> a career in front of him. Uh, you, you could hear the pride um, and joy coming from Dave, uh, and it was just it was awesome. Like I, I found myself. Uh, I've never met you or your son, but I, I also felt like this uh, this gratitude and um, <clears throat> and just joy for you guys. So I, I think that's so cool. Uh, so so good job, him. And well done. The other was, I think you guys touched upon this, but co-hosts. Co-hosts deserve a shout-out. So uh, <clears throat> credit to Dave knowing he needs a co-host. It's like Santa, I like to think, uh, needing his elves uh, or a doctor needing their nurse. Um, really, they are needed. They're more than need- needed. They're, um, <clears throat> they're critical, right? So uh, shout-out to Chris. Um for, for being that, having that role, and for all the co-hosts previous, um, that, that's great. So credit due there. And then the last suggestion would be, <clears throat> I'm a guy who's kind of dabbled with Warhammer, specifically okay. AOS. I didn't know where that was going I for a second. And caught your guys' podcast uh, maybe 2016. Um, I've not regularly played. I, I think I... Have just built up maybe two armies. I'm a, I'm a Caradron Overlord guy, uh, but I guess my my suggestion here is to those who might get overwhelmed or you know real life gets in the way in quotes. Uh, if you can keep your world small, uh, make it a little bit more manageable. Uh, here I am six years later, finally getting back into it, uh, and I'm looking forward to it. The the mod tribes, the ogre. Bot tribes speaks to me big time. So, all right, I'm going to jump off before I get cut off. I hope you guys have a great Christmas. I'm looking forward to the wrap up. Thanks for all you do and, and inspiring us. Take care. Oh, there he goes. He's waiting for the wrap up, and he's Thank on you the wrap up. Call. How do you like that? Great. All right, and last, last voicemail. Um. Oh, this one, I don't think this person said who they are. So here we go. Last one. Oh, and I don't mean to be rude or anything. Thank you so much for that last call. Seriously. I mean, I'm, I'm, thanks for, you know, 
I'm certain Harrison he Harrison doesn't listen to the show, but I certainly he appreciates that you that fact <laughs> that you like that he gets job almost as much as I do. But uh, no, thanks. And uh, last call, and then we're going to move on. So here I am calling one seven five seven GH show six. That number once again one seven five seven GH show six, and leaving a voicemail for Chris Lindsay the Albino Hockey Puck and any guests that may be on the show. Dave, you can answer too. As long as your answer does not involve Godric and Felix or any other doctrine. The question is, what is your favorite lore outside of the currently <laughs> available rule books, army books for Age of Sigmar? Thanks. Great show. Keep up the good job. Uh, I, what? I what's your favorite lore? What's your favorite stuff that's not in the rule books? Like I'm the fiction books. Oh. Lore from the I'm gonna go with Callus and Toll. They've had a couple of stories, and I love their stories. They're the witch hunters in the they're the human witch hunters. Um, yeah, and I, I I think they're great. I don't read books, but I did go shopping today to get stocking mm-hmm. stuffers, and I ended up at the local game store, and I bought those. Who's the father daughter witch hunters? Oh, the that's... new the Van Dents, or is it yeah. Van Dentst? Is that it? Yeah, Are that's right. Cool? Yeah. Yeah. Do they have lore? Yeah, they do. Yeah, sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, I bought them for myself. Merry Christmas, me. I did it. (laughs) Nobody thought you could, but you did. You constantly proving them wrong because you are a national treasure. What about you, Chris? Uh, I kind of like the the Gotrek stuff. Then he came back and. Oh, he didn't say you couldn't answer as Gotrek and Felix. So. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I love it. I listen. I can't help it that it's that's the best. Like it's not my fault. All right. Mm. Um, thank you, everyone, for the voicemails. And as our caller just said, if you wanted to call and leave a voicemail, which many yeah. people did this week, indeed, one seven five seven. Everyone call the show. Just call. Yeah, everyone call. Jeez, everyone call. Uh, that's one seven five seven G H show six. That's right, folks. One seven five seven G H show six. Most international callers dial zero zero, and then one seven five seven G H show six. Yes, we finished yeah. the opening of the show twenty minutes nice. into it. All Fantastic. right, uh, toolbox. Brought to you by KS Orc Superstore. Boys, I know the hobby's been going deep as we're getting close to this holiday season. Yep. Uh, Chris, why don't you start us off? You're always hobbying. What have you been hobbying since last episode? I have been hobbying my Maggot Kin of Nurgle army. I built two new uh, Blight Lords, the guys on the flies. Nice. And I I primed them, and I'm waiting to paint them. That's it? uh, And then I joined an in-store league for Age of Sigmar. What store? Uh, uh, Grognard Games. Uh, Batavia or Roselle? Uh, the Roselle. Okay. Well, it's a, it could be any of them, but it's our little local AOS group. I joined that because I want to get practice games in for Adepticon singles. And then I joined the yeah. I joined a team for Adepticon doubles. Double jealous. Pretty sweet. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um, Rotor, what about your hobby? Most recently, I am currently hobbying. I don't know if you can see these on this little video, Sage, but I've got the uh, Eskurgan True Blades that I'm Ooh. working on for Warcry. Yeah. Nice. Uh, um, and hope to have them done. I also on the table have um, 
this year's and was it last year's uh, Christmas gets. So I've got the dude riding the squig hopper and I've got with the bomb. And today, in addition to buying those um, witch hunters, I also bought the loon boss on giant squig. So now I got three because I am going to be playing some Christmas games and I'm going to use those Christmas gets as objective markers. So very cool. Oh, nice. You got you got the guy with the presents in his mouth, that squeak, that big one. Yep, that's the one that just released today. So I picked him up. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Mm-hmm. All right. So that's a lot of hobby. And you've been finishing up. You've been doing. You haven't been on in well a year. So you've oh. done a lot of. I'm not saying everything, but you did a lot of pigs. Did a lot of pigs. Uh, yeah, I mean, I did a thousand point Iron Jaws army, which was dope. And then um, this. Summer into autumn, I did uh, a thousand points of Seraphon, and they are super dope. And I've still got like literally right next to me another thousand points. Yeah, easy. Did um, you do the big ones, the big new ones for the Iron Jaws? The big. I <clears throat> oh, um, I bought him. Okay. But he, uh, I, I had done that earlier in the year. So, yeah. um, and I like I haven't actually read that rule or mm-hmm. that army book rule or the Dawnbringers rules for yeah. that, the, the iron jaws in general. Um, but we'll probably talk about that when we talk about top three, bottom three. Okay. So I'm talking about that right now. Got yeah. that son. You have one of those skink Oracle guys in your army, the guys on the troglodon. Um, I own one. It's yeah. painted, but I haven't played with it yet. Oh, so okay. here's, here's what I'm trying to do or what I've done is I decided to do a thousand brand new points. Cause I've, I've been playing like lizard men and then Seraphon since yeah. uh seventh edition of fantasy battles. Yeah. Right. You've been so, playing as long as I know you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, um, I took this opportunity to essentially do a thousand new points. Um, and so it was, I did, uh, source warriors, um, the Croxagore, the Warspawn Crocs, the a, a new source old blood on foot, uh, uh, skink wizard, and then the um, raptodon, the charger dudes, yeah, um, who are a little soft. Uh, and it's very, pretty it's very hard. I'm, I'm playing it coalesced, and so yeah. it's like hard as nails, yeah, and real defensive. And I'm I, like, it's they're super enjoyable, but I'll probably talk about them later. Too. I really like the coalesce um, faction in that. I think they're awesome. Agreed. Cool. Are we on to me? What you been up to, homie? Oh boy. Well, since we do have this little video set up, reaching over the table, I have. What's that guy? Some demon prince. That's a corn demon prince. All corned out. Standing next to his bro, the Nurgle Demon Prince. Nurgle Demon Prince. All done out. Um, I painted, I'm halfway done with the third pack of 10 Warriors of Chaos. So I now have 10 Cornies and 20 Nurglies. 20 Nurgle dudes. Man. God, I hate it already. (laughs) Hated it. Two months ago, I hate it again. More. With that Double. banner, they nice. just go oh, where yeah. I need them to go, and they don't go the ero- nowhere the else. The eroding icon. The eroding icon. Yep. Um, well, 
the thing is, they're all the same. I just the banners note their difference because they're all the red caped, you know, whatever. So sure. uh, I did that. I also built the five extra knights. Or I built two of the five knights. That's all I had time to build. for. So now I have 10 knights because as we discussed, Rotor, when we were playing, five knights, if you get the charge off, does nice. But if it doesn't really obliterate, it gets bogged down quick. Yep. 10 Slanesh knights with some Slaneshy Slaneshness might get me where I need to be fast, grab yeah. things, hit them, and move. So They're a pinning unit. Yeah. yeah. Their ban is the run and charge deal, and then when they run and they charge, they're plus one inch, right? So they're like... Yeah, they got... Like that. Yeah, it's, they're, cook, they, they're cooking. Yeah, they're moving across the battlefield super quick. That's Because you, you have a faction where you can take multiple chaos banners, right? Uh, right. Well, you could, or you just take the thing where you get that extra pick. Now, I did cheat with Rotor, and I took an extra banner because I had extra battalion. It wasn't that type of battalion, but there is the battalion you can use it with. Now, luckily, that banner never got used in the game. <laughs> that, uh, but I did tell him, I go, I probably wouldn't have chosen the banner, the Nurgle banner. So, I had an extra banner, and I cheated. Uh, May have influenced the way I deployed. Maybe. Uh yeah. Ooh. Oh, banner of screaming flesh. So that's the Slanesh one. Plus one attack to the melee weapons if it made a charge move. So they get plus one attack on the charge, and then their normal being Slanesh allows them to, uh, they add one to their run and their charge rolls. So we were talking about how they're already fast, now they're doing the plus one. And there then, is a way to make them run and charge too. I just can't remember. Oh yeah, there was stuff in there we were talking they, about. It. I think it's a command from one of their mm-hmm. generals. The dude or something. Yeah, or do the thing. Yeah, so it just gets, it gets bananas. But so I did mm-hmm. all that. And, um, okay, so I might have primed on the sprues a, uh entire uh, starter box for don't, don't, <laughs> Legion don't Imperialis. Gosh! Oh, no. Come on, dude. Along with just an extra box of uh, 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 infantry for this each You're side. You're the worst person in the world, dude. I love Epic. I've always loved Epic. And have you ever played Epic? I have. Barnett had that stuff, and I played. I love Epic, and so I got it, and Harrison and I are very excited because, yeah, I'm a chump. What do you want? Shut up. Um, <laughs> I'm doing this, I, you know, and I'm thinking this will be the thing that I do when I probably when I probably don't get sucked into Warhammer the Old World because that's what I'm guessing I probably won't, although I don't know for certain because I say that all the time. And then you I know we're going to play. Come on. Well, we're going to play. I'm not saying we're not going to play it. I'm saying I'm not going to go back. I would, I've been mourning the missing dwarf army. It's coming. Uh, but I am not rebuying an old army. Buy your own garbage. Don't have to, I don't, don't have to buy it. I'm not oh. buying. I'm not you rebuying. You sold your dwarves. You... I, I sold all my old armies, except uh, I've got Barnett's old armies. That's the only ones I got that are old armies. How many games a month do you legitimately get in? Uh, one. Maybe. Sometimes. So, uh, I'd say every three months I get two to three games in. Okay. So, Old World, AOS, Kill Team, Warcry. I don't play Warcry, really. Uh, little Guy. What's that? Epic? Um, Shatterpoint. 
I've actually Horace played. Ha- Horace Heresy. Actually, okay. Part of the problem is I've played quite a bit of Shatterpoint in the last couple of months. Do you have Heresy too? Do you have Age of Darkness or whatever they call? Yeah, Dad, does. they sent me that box. I've got that. I haven't played. Yeah, but- I haven't. I've played that once because I haven't had the time to play that. But no, I've been. I've actually played. I've been. I played a bunch of Shatterpoint because uh, the problem that I don't get to play AOS because I just don't have time and space to set up a big full game uh, for AOS. Uh, but I can play the quicker ones, and I do. That basement looks huge, buddy. I think you could set up a table down there. It's oh, I can put it. I, I can t- a table down here, but it's not huge. It's not half of that's Harrison's bedroom. That's the problem. He's got half the basement. Pay rent. No, that's okay. <laughs> they can move out. <laughs> I got, got a game you. store we could play at. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's yeah. I yeah. So wait a minute. When did when did Grognards open a second location? About a year ago. I'm just trying no. to catch up. They're both an hour away six from me, ago? but yeah, about six. Yeah. Um, it, no, it was right around uh, March. The Batavia, yeah, the Batavia yeah. location. They opened in March. Okay. It was amazing. Yeah. I had no it's idea. Yeah. Yeah. They they expanded the original one, bought the unit next to them Woo. to expand yeah. in that one, and they got a second store going. Yeah, it's waiting. Ding cool. ding! Congratulations, Grognards. That's cool. there's always hey. something happening. All right, um, so. Yeah, I've just been doing that, and um, I feel like I did something else, but I can't remember what. I feel like I had more hobby, but maybe not. I've been doing a lot. I've been on it. It's yeah. my do. All right, so that's that's. Uh, I guess that's it for the toolbox. There's always something happening at Crognards. That's right, friends. Grognard Games in Roselle, Illinois. The premier stop for your gaming needs in Northeast Illinois. If you're in the Chicagoland area, if you're in Southeast Wisconsin, if you're anywhere in the area, Grognards is the place for you. They've got board games. They've got card games. They've got all the models you could ever want for any of your miniature war games. They have so many lines of paints, I can't even keep track of it. They've expanded the store. They have a whole huge gaming area now. There is gaming every night. There is always something going on. I just can't tell you enough about Grognards. Why? Because they're awesome. Because they're fantastic. And because they are the best friendly local gaming store that I know of. So... Do yourself a favor. Come on down to Grognards in Roselle, Illinois. If you can't get down to Grognards, give them a call. They do mail order. They do shipping. You can get your stuff from them whether you live five minutes away or five hours away. Because Grognards delivers. They deliver the goods. They deliver the fun. They deliver everything. And that's because there is always something happening at Grognards. On with the shoes. Yeah, so I guess we're on to our uh, one-year review. It's been one year since we've been on, since Rotor's been here. We've all talked about our time. Oh, by the way, when I was cleaning up yesterday, I did go looking through some of my notebooks, and I happened to find... Oh, boy. Last year's notes. Mm-hmm. Um, we're in trouble. We're in trouble May, may we take a moment to walk through memory lane? Let's see. Our bottom threes last year. Chris had... Uh, Nighthaunt shooters, hate them. Uh, Crossbows. Something that says vet. It looks like it says vets plus, but I'm not certain what. The, I don't remember what that is. 
and the Cronspire Incarnate. Those were your yeah. least favorite. Rotors was Cursed City, Warcry, and Lack of Models. Mm. Those are the bottom threes. Mine were... Where are mine? Uh... Oh, I did. I was mad about Disciples of Zinch. It felt like it got just brought up to date, and that's it. All this Warcry stuff in the game, but it's still just roll sixes. It needs to be more like Hill Team. And uh, oh, number one problem: every single battle tone released in twenty twenty two with one or fewer models. Wow, that sounds familiar. <laughs> that sounds familiar. Our top three of last year, Chris. Yours was the S and D box set. Yeah. Uh the Meta Watch. And the Lady yeah. of the Vines model. Oh yeah, uh, my I top and painted that. My top three. Um, some uh, LRL got in there, got a good adjustment. I gave that my number three. Uh, number two, Galatian Vets and Bounty Hunters. I really like that. And then my number one was Night Haunt because they just got so much more fun to play. Rotor, your top three was it just this a uh, speed of releases? It seems here. Uh, number two is Kill Team, and your number one was the S&D box set. Hmm. So those are our things from last year. Also last year, we said that I have to start uh, a Discord. Did it. Uh, we have to have a Garage Hammer Wiki listing the episodes. Not done. Hmm. Um, Rotor, you got audio going. Uh, Snowflock the Cape for Stormcast. I don't even know what that means. Uh, learn how to use my 3D printer. Haven't done that yet. <laughs> uh, learn how to use my airbrush. Haven't done that yet. God, you're so bad at hobby. Get stuff done. I got all this, mo- but I got so much painted this year. Yeah. I mean, I did. I painted. I've got. I've got. A, I've got like three thousand points of painted, almost of uh, painted uh, slaves to darkness. I painted up a bunch of o- orcs. Um, I painted up that entire Trogs Trug herd, and I painted a bunch of Star Wars uh, Shatterpoint because that's still the best game in the world. Uh, and I primed up a lot of, and built a lot of Tyranids and stuff. So I just did a lot of hobby this year. I did more. I, I said I would do more. I did more. I'm proud of me. Good work, Dave. Amazing. How Way did you feel about your 2022 hearing back on your last year's stuff? Amazing. <laughs> I got fucked up this year. Like, I basically hadn't hobbied in a while. And so getting, like, back in the mix felt pretty dope for me. Didn't it? It was kind of nice. We had some really nice uh, hobby times and uh, just getting stuff cranked out, making I, I'm just I'm so I'm just I am jazzed about that. So uh, here's what we're going to do. We're going to start off like we always start off. We're going to start off with the three things that we liked the least mm. this year because we want to end on a positive note. Now, mm-hmm. I just want to remind you all that we also have the whole uh, when we get through our top three, if there's honorable mentions, things that didn't make your three, but you felt like need to be brought up that's fine um you know there's no hard and fast rules here there's you know Mm -hmm. the rules are made up and the points don't matter so let's start with our number three least favorite and i'm going i'll start i don't always start but we all we take turns starting but i'll start if it's okay um my number three is i i like i was going looking to order stuff for a lot of these, you know, the different games. Um, I'm a guy who likes to go to the store. Like, I know I'm going for some paint or I'm going for X, but I want to walk around and find stuff to buy. Yeah. And I'm sitting there on the website yesterday looking to see, or this past week, because I'm looking at old models. I'm looking for stuff for the show. Mm-hmm. 
God bless America. How much stuff is online only? A lot. And so, which means it's not going to be in the store unless you special order. Which means my whole I like to walk around and find. You know how many times I went in there looking for freaking Crimson Court because I want those stupid vampires. Even though I haven't played my VC in six years, you I want those find. vampires. And yep. I kept finally I went online like why? Oh, because it's online only. Web store exclusive. Web store exclusive. Like, and I know you can. I know you can go to your friendly game store and ask them to order it for you, and they will. But I also and know that. That they don't their their margin on that is smaller when they've got to Indeed. do the direct orders. So yeah. it's like I just I try to support my local game store, but it's like yeah. I still got to go and order stuff. Yeah, I had to order a zombie dragon that way. Like the zombie dragon was web store exclusive. Like get out of here. Oh, I was going through it, and what I realized is all the old like first chamber Stormcast is almost all online only now. Yeah. Like, if it's getting older, and I get it, you can't make the stores carry everything, but there's mm-hmm. so much. Like, even stores that I know carry a ton, I go there and I try to look at the, just, I look for character models. Sometimes you just want to buy a cool character model. Oh, this sure. is how I'm going to paint this. Yep. It's thin. And yeah. I and that's, because it's all this, it's all this online only, and it's a huge portion of it. And I'm just like, same thing happened when I was looking at the Imperialist stuff, because I was like, oh, this looks interesting. Oh. Nope, got it. Nope, nope. Okay, so they're not going to have this stuff unless I ask them to special order it. I like to sometimes have the thing in my hand and look at it. And it was just this year in particular, as I, you know, every time I go over there, I just kind of want to, I want to spend a little time. I want to look around. I want to shop. It's like, I'm just surprised that, like, like the big centerpiece, like, models for these ranges are web store exclusive. I'm like, really? The the zombie dragon? Like, what's going on here? Exactly. Yeah, but if, if that's it, but the zombie dragon is an older model. Indeed, but it's I mean it's an older model, but it's, it's in the, the new flesh eater courts. It's book. an it's important like, part of the line, but once it's, it's an, an important old model, part of it's an important part of two ranges. I'm like, what's like, come on. I I I, I don't disagree. That's and yeah. uh, that was like that's that and it's. Uh, I, in previous years, I have specific things I don't like. I didn't like this book, this release, or I didn't like this, and I think. This year I have much more general just sort of yeah dislike of things I guess but that just kind of that that really as I was trying to get stuff for the show I'm like oh my god how much of this is online yeah. only so that That's in looking for something I found something so all right nice. um Rotor, what's your number 3 My number 3 worst of the year is <clears throat> Regiments of Renown Ooh Regiments of Renown came and went with very little interest earlier, like around March or so. And here's the thing, because I'm an old man and I played like 6th edition, 7th edition fantasy, I remember from Regiments of Renown, they were like real unique things. It was like Bronzino with his big like cannon or the the guys with the wings, the the flying. Yeah, the flying dudes. uh, The Birdman of Catraza. Uh, uh, the Birdman of Petraza. And the uh, 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 Mengel's Man Flayers, right? Yeah, uh, sure. The yeah, Dark, Dark Elf, Elf Man Flayers. And let's not forget, of course, um, what's his Long name? Long Drong's Pirate Slayers. Long Drong's Pirate Slayers and Malachi McKyson's Goblin Hewer oh, God, came with, awesome. was in one of those things. All right. So, a lot of good feelings about how um, these regiments of renown worked in fantasy here. It was just a rebox, and there was like a new rule or two. 
but it was existing stuff that they suddenly like, oh, this is the, you know, coven of chaos or whatever. Garbage. I was super disappointed. And guess what? We've heard nothing since their release earlier in March. It was just a different way to get dwarves back on the shelf. This is that was in my well honorable mentions on the bad side is just yeah that was one that didn't make my top three but it was on my mm-hmm. list it was like yeah the, yeah they those literally came and went along with because i was thinking the same thing uh trogs trug herd like we hear about all this stuff um but and that's actually going to come up to later because uh i was also thinking about all the cool orc stuff that came out that wasn't a regiment or an out it was just stuff that came out and i was like and it's you are smuggling things into my bottom number three. Oh, am I? No, I'm just. No, I'm All sorry. Right. That was on my outside. Okay, I apologize, Chris. What's your number three? Okay, so my number three is the sort of the revamp of the Warhammer website. It's not my favorite. Oh like, my! Oh yeah, It's like I, I, I had logged. I tried to like when it first came out. It was like, oh my god, what is this? And getting through it, and then I then I like log on. I like I'm in a queue to like get in. Like, what's happening? Like, why is there a line to get on a website? That happened this- to me one weekend when people were ordering, and it only happened for like yeah. that an hour at that point. But I was like, it's what is going to on? Me a couple of times, and it's just like it's not intuitive, and it's kind of crazy, and it's not right. what I'm used to, and. I'm trying to look at like the 360 model thing. And it's not working. I'm like, Argh. doesn't exist. People, their yeah, site sucks. I, I'm gonna spoil. That's my number one. <laughs> their site, like it's, when you try to the, the 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 just the product cards as you're scrolling. Yeah, so much like white space in the card, and then on the photograph that the models are like maybe half the card yeah. in terms of like visual footprint. So bad you can't see anything when it's a group model on your phone, right? Yeah. Uh, and they were supposed to be like mobile first and friendly. It's terrible. There's no breadcrumbs. I was literally looking at that site earlier today and I was in the Seraphon and I just wanted to back out to order so then I could go look at the Stormcast. There's no breadcrumbs. You can't <laughs> easily na- and so and their navigation is like clumsy yeah. and the way that things are bolded and not. Like you lose where shop because everything else actually is more of a focal point. It's just, it's. Didn't you used to be able to zoom, zoom on the old site too? So you could like pull up a sprue and you could zoom in. You can't do that anymore. There was zoom. There was 360. There was uh, painting, right? Like here's here's your recipe. If you want to do contrast versus traditional painting, they had um, community people who had tagged it on Instagram. Oh, so right. That's had, like, right. Their photos. Yeah. This new site is so poor in content and it's poor in layout and it's poor in accessibility and it's poor in usability. Number one for me, yeah. Chris couldn't agree more. This is the worst thing that they've done this year. <laughs> it's not great. I mean, I, I feel like what they did, they're just, it's like so geared towards uh, new people as well. It's like, like the whole thing is like start here and it's like do this and like you don't know anything about Warhammer. Here's our website. Like it's just it's just you know, you just it's like a tunnel to like here's the game, here's how it works. Do choose your you know, all this stuff. I'm like, I just want to look at models. Like, you know, I know how to I know how this works already. And what what's crazy is like in the year of our Lord twenty twenty three, e commerce as a concept mm. is well known, right? Like it's been optimized out. There are best 
practices that are well known. Mm-hmm. This site doesn't seem to follow them. It's just a bad experience. So, yeah, very very disappointing. And yeah. I believe that they spent at least six million on this bad boy. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> write it this off. Is- Put the old site back, man. Yeah, this is your industry, isn't it? Like this thing. It is like web design. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I didn't even think about. I was I was trying to keep it to Age of Sigmar for most of the thing. I didn't even think yeah. to put it up. But you guys are not wrong. There's not one right. thing you've said I disagree with. I've talked to multiple people who work in game stores, and when they get asked to look for stuff from Games Workshop, uh-huh. they're like, "It's yeah. impossible to navigate the site and find it." Yeah. I don't. First of all, every time I click in, I have to click that I'm from America because that screen yes. always comes up and won't save it. I don't. Right? Don't remember. So I have to click I'm here in America. Then it comes up. Then I got to scroll down forever. (laughs) And then it's like our game systems and it's 40K and it's AOS and it's Horus Heresy. I'm looking for, I'm looking for uh, Legion Imperialis. I can't find it. I got to click on Horus Heresy and then scroll to look. And then there's a thing that says, ooh, smaller battles. There's nothing that actually says that until I know what I'm looking for and I got to hunt for it. And it's not intuitive at all. Mm-mm. And then I'm flipping, like I said, flipping through to find stuff. You can't go back. You can't just click back. Mm. And you can't click back a screen because I went into the thing and I was looking and it, you know, it shows you about 30, 40 guys. And then you click show more and then you go scroll down and show more. Yeah. I also yeah. used to like to be able to just pick show me 100. You know, or mm-hmm. just put it in a grid. Show me this. So I keep going on. Show more. Show more. Show more. And you have to scroll all the way down to get to the next show more. It's like, right. I'm on. <laughs> and then, and then I go and I click the back key, and it takes me back a show more page. So I got to yeah. click the back key like five times to get back to the page that was before this page, because yeah. each one is just backing me up a show more. I just show me everything. Please. I just yeah. I used to be able to click the show all. <laughs> Yeah, show all. And it doesn't have that even anymore. Um, I don't understand this site at all. And I tried to be cool with it, and I tried to yeah. figure it out and scroll. And it it, it looks interesting, you know, with the little guys that flip through, pick the guy. It looks like a video game almost. Right. Um, but dang, I can't find – I don't know where to look. I got to sc- click, scroll all the way down, pick Age of Sigmar, and then it's like, okay, pick which faction. And But it doesn't yeah. really – that they're just kind of there. Oh, wait, click – I don't the, even the know most where frustrating to click thing here is, to look for yeah, stuff. Most frustrating thing here is shopping for paints. It is a nightmare. There are three, there's like 305 paints, and they show them to you 36 at a time. <laughs> like, oh no! Why the homepage? Like, there's that huge, essentially autoplay movie that's running. Yeah. Everything that you might want is down the page, right? Including, and what's what's really crazy is there's two things in the, the navigation. One is shop. The second is start here. Yeah. When you click start here, what you don't realize is because it almost looks like the page reloads. Yeah. Because it's the same thing with the same video. The content is all below the scroll that's changed. It's like from a user experience perspective, I would fire whomever this. <laughs> it is really yeah like it's not inspiring from a i love warhammer and it's not easy to use from a i want to buy warhammer right i mean god Uh, forbid you're trying to find like something from like Warcry or like necromunda like get like 
there's nothing in here that says that. You have to like dig into the website to find this stuff. I'm like, I just well, you have to play. click on other games. Yeah. Like, what? Imagine, like, yeah. I can figure it out, but imagine me trying to like tell my mom who sent mm-hmm. me something, like, hey, mom, I want this thing for Christmas, right? Yeah. Like, I would <laughs> never send her to this website yeah. ever. Yeah. Like literally every other website that sells Warhammer does it better than Warhammer.com. <laughs> okay. I, I, and cheap I, yeah. You know what? I, I I can't disagree with the thing you're saying. And you're saying it way better than I could. So yeah. I'm just going to say ditto. Uh, I totally, I yeah, this should have been my number one based on that. But I tried to keep it to, yeah. you know, like I even was going to, what are you talking about? Your first one was selection. Oh, well, because that's what I got. <laughs> like, your complaint was a subset of what Walker and I are talking about. Yeah, I guess it was, yeah. wasn't it? It's the yeah, problem. Yeah. Mine, well, mine is just, mine was, I, I didn't think to complain about how the website worked. I just couldn't, <laughs> I just couldn't buy the stuff I wanted in the stores. It's a different complaint, yeah. but that's yeah. still, but that's AOS related. Yeah. I can't wait till we complain about AOS. What's yeah. number two for you, Wytek? I went. <laughs> I went first with number three. So now it's your turn to go first. We'll rotate them. That way, it's okay. not always okay. me. I, you know, I forget it. You know, I'll go. First. I'll go next. I'll go next. Okay. My number two is uh, Cities of Sigmar, and I know that you're going to be like, "What they did the elves and the dwarven dirty." It's just such a tacked on. We don't want to get rid of the line. We told you we'd keep them in here. They've got no new story, no new models. It's just we kept the models we made for eighth, and we kept these new. This is and it's only the eighth ed stuff they kept, and they just and they gave them. There's there's nothing cool to mix them in. The only time they work is if you take just them, and no, who wants to take just them like i like cities of sigmar don't get me wrong like yeah. of all the things to, to complain about <laughs> this year <laughs> cities of sigmar is not one of them but i felt so bad because i just want regular freaking dwarfs can i may i interject please may do interject? please do i know nothing and yet i'm a pretty smart guy can i tell you what i think is happening here david Wytek? yes sir Elves and dwarves are going to be in Warhammer the Old World, so they kind of took them out of cities, buddy. They can't be in the same worlds. Those, mo- yeah, they took all the models, but they, but then they left them in. I just they left some of them in AOS. They need to do something with this. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. I think I think what you're seeing is the back strategy of moving them out of AOS and back to the old world. And so, technically, like, we told you you could play with them, so they're technically in on page 99, but get ready, because Warhammer the Old World is dropping in March or April or whenever it's coming out, and that is where you're going to use them. Well, not to, not to talk out of school, but they, they, there was that silly picture that's all over the internet of the box. Did you see the box picture? No. Sure did. I did not. Oh, I it was on that. it was on YouTube. I went to go look for a a, a painting video. Sure did. Someone took a picture of the box unfolded for the Just which the box? Tomb which box? Tomb the Kings Tomb Kings release, release box. Oh, the Tomb Kings. Okay. And yeah, I and I don't want to talk too much about it, but it was like they showed that, and uh, yeah, it's good. I mean, it's 
That guy's yeah. getting fired. <laughs> I feel like seeing that, that feels like a preview of next year's number one of the worst because <laughs> they are doing the same models from 6th edition. These boxes that in 6th edition you paid $35 for, they're now going to charge 65 or 70 or whatever they're going to charge for 25-year-old models that didn't look great 25 years ago. We've seen the skeletons for vampires evolve two times since yeah. then. They yeah. are, this doesn't feel great. Anyway, I don't know nothing. Like I don't know I nothing about it, <laughs> but I except with the picture you, we saw, the the Dwarden are going to go back. But you, we might keep like the fire dudes. Like they might stay. I. Oh, yeah. well, I mean, no, the, the Caradron Overlords and the Fire Slayers aren't going anywhere. But what I want is, I just want what? the dispossessed. The dispossessed. I want the dispossessed to have something. Yes. To, have to be own, something to that's have their own faction. Or if because I, I like dwarves and I don't, but I don't. I want to play AOS rules dwarves. I don't want to yeah. go back and because because I, I mean they like exist in the setting. So, but they just don't do anything with them other than in stories and right. white dwarf. I mean, if you're gonna do, if you're gonna have some, maybe give them a few new models and integrate them, integrate yeah. them into the cities of Sigmar army. Yeah. Well, you know, because I they disagree. have all these I human think, gunners. Need, yeah, uh, it it was an interesting con concept to have a sort of like um a a a neapolitan style army but those things i then never get, then cut them that's what i'm saying then cut them that, yes please that's okay. but that, that's my whole point is they did yeah. them dirty they kept them in and they gave them nothing like either they, either give them something or get them, rid of them if they had cut them you would have lost your mind <laughs> so they left them in, but now you're still losing your mind, even though you can play with them. No, no, no. I, I, I'm fine with keeping them if you if you make them if you integrate them into the actual army. It just it's it's obviously it's it's kind of yeah. You're damned if you do, if you damned don't. So we'll leave them in. We'll leave them in, but they're they're not really an integrated part of the army. You can tell they've got this whole new army, and we'd like to just do this whole new army, but we can't yeah. dump these guys, so they're here. But if you're gonna if you got to keep them, I just saying. I don't care if you keep them if you give them something that makes them worth having. Yeah, that just because otherwise I really loved it. And when I saw that well, I could still play some of the dwarf stuff, I was excited. And I was like, "Oh no, that's not gonna. You got to either play it by itself, or it's really not all that helpful." That's just my opinion. But I think what you're saying makes sense because I did. Uh, they did everything they kept is the new. All the eighth edition sculpts. All the eighth edition stuff. Yep. Huh. Well, that was mine. What about you, okay. Rotor? What's your number two? We already know your number one. Do you just want to say that was your number one and save the surprise, or do you want to do your number two? No, I'll do my. I'll do my number two. My number two. Um, Drop this is kind news. of a, a real fat middle situation, but uh, I expect a lot of agreement here, gentlemen, because my number two is these releases. With only one model, <laughs> we saw the code writer for Caradron Overlords. We saw the more my number one. That's my number one. <laughs> we saw Eva Volga for Soul Blight. We saw wow. the Realmgore Ritualist. For okay, Blade. hold on. Saw- may I? May I? May I interrupt? Just for a moment. That's mine and Chris's number one. 
We already yeah. know you're number one. Why don't we let Chris do his number two, and then we can all come back to this because this was my. We all want to talk yeah, about this. Yeah. So, Chris, okay, what was so, your? So my number two was uh, more of a specific kind of just an uninspired, like sort of release they did for one of my armies, the Night Hunt. They kind of they released that Headman's Curse. Warband Warcry for the Night Hunt. It's kind of just like, <laughs> like those, like they're just so boring. Like, like they just released four Night Hunt sculpts that look exactly the same as all the other Night Hunt sculpts, and it's just like, I just wish you had just done nothing and then released this dumb thing. So whoa, all right, I, you know what I mean? It's just no, like, I it's get like, it. You're like, ugh, yeah, yeah. Turns so that out. was my number two. Ghosts are. Kind of one note, right? Like, I, right. Notes. I know. I have mine, I and I like them, but God, they're boring to paint. <laughs> they're yeah. so boring to paint. I don't know. I mean, yeah. All right. So, all right. Back to Broder. Go back to your. You were I talking mean, your number two because yeah. Rob Gore Ritualist, the Lord of Hubris for Slanesh Beast Lord yeah. and for the Beasts of Ked. Yeah. Individually, they are cool models. Some of yes. them. That Code Rider, get him out of here. What a bore. Think about if you actually played. Caradron Overlords, and your one model was a yep. dude with a book. He's a, he's a, a book lawyer case. with a book. Yeah. A bookcase uh, instead of his back uh, his back pole. What an uninspiring model to get hype about. But generally speak, so listen, one caveat here. We have seen in years past books with zero model support come out. So they did get one. I want to give credit where it's due. However, yeah. very thin, very, very thin. And one, two, three, four, five, six, at least that I wrote down with the I one had, model. I had, so, yeah. Here's, I had here's what blade, I got. I had, I, had, I had Blades of Corn, Soul Black Grave Lords, Caradon Overlords, Slinesh, and Ossiarch Bone Reapers. Was there another one? Well, here's what I had uh, listed. Oh, Beastman, Beastman. Because yep. yeah, I did. Gits come out before or after New Year's? I thought it was after. A- after. So well, if after it's after, can... then we then the list is Gits. No, 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 no. Gits got more. Gits got the dude with the armored squig, and yep. they got the riders of yep, the, the goblin riders. riders. Oh, yep. okay. So they did. Okay, so that's four. Yep. Okay. And then they. They also got the uh, the hobgoblin dude later in Dawnbringers, and they got uh, all the trolls. Christmas gets, and they got those trolls. So, like they throughout the year got yeah. a lot, yeah. but their okay. actual they did get at least a unit plus a dude. So, but okay, so then there's Beast of Chaos, then Caradron yep. Overlords, Slaves yep. to Darkness, who really don't need anything new, but still, uh, Blades of Corn, Hedonites, OBR. Soul Black Grave Lords. That's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven in a row. Well, Slaves of Darkness got a big release, right? They got a big release. They got some resculpts, but I mean, I they got the yes. Warriors resculpt. Is that they good enough? Th- okay, so we're gonna count. We're gonna count yeah, Slaves of Darkness. Knights, you got chariot. You got warrior. What? Yeah, they got the Theradon dudes. I don't need new units. I need new new. Oh, mock. okay, okay. That's what we were talking about. Okay, so then. So then we've got Git's got some cool stuff throughout the year. Slaves got new stuff. Seraphon got cool stuff. City's got a whole redo, and Flesh Eater Courts got some new stuff. Yeah. Would you like to just talk about everything? Like <laughs> you just mentioned all. <laughs> no, no, no. Yes. I, I'm just running through the numbers. So it's. I was just running through our numbers. So out of eleven books, six got a thing. 
They all got something, but they got a thing. One model. And and they were like a hero model. They weren't like yeah. some crazy. Yep. So that was my number one. Yeah. Well deserved by all of us. Yeah. And this brings up a question. Because mm-hmm. I was looking at this, and this is the same. It was our thing. same complaint from last year. It was our same complaint from last year. And what I'm noticing is I'm looking at this, and I don't have all of it in front of me. I didn't have time to, to research it as, as you know much as I should at the investigative journalism here. It seems like we're getting, we're getting 11 books a year. Last year, we got like a dozen books, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. The the release cycle for the new editions is every three years, and it's we're getting and yeah, I mean three years is is where it's at, and I'm fine with that. But then my sixteen books, I don't need eleven in a year when I got sixteen armies to choose from. I could take five a year, and I'm not and I'm not complaining. I mean, I love the fact that they're giving us a lot of stuff, but I feel like and here because that's and maybe not slow it down, maybe keep it going, but it seems like you're getting. At least one, sometimes two books in a row with a model or two. And then on the third time your book comes out, Mm. you're getting a bunch of new models. I think that this year, the first six to seven months were entirely one model release thing. But for Mm -hmm. the gets. Um, Here's the thing. Damned if you do, damned if you don't. Right. right? Like we, we complained in the past about how fantasy launched. And there were no army books for eight months. Like that was insane. Completely blew it. So, and I've had these releases with zero models in the past. I remember the first Seraphon uh, book that got released had nothing. So, either the editions last longer, and as a result, you get touched once every six years, but you get something meaningful, or we get a new book every three years for each army, but you get less meaningful releases as a result. And this is what I wanted. This is exactly what I want to talk about. Where, where, what do you guys prefer? Like, should they? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't. I I love reading all these books. Like, it's my favorite part of the hobby. So I yeah. love getting all these books. Um, but it is disappointing when you get your new book and it's like there's nothing new for it, or there's just. Well, I just wonder one how are they going to keep? How are they going to keep the hype going? For the next year, right? I mean, we're not going to get new books. We're not. We're not going to get eleven books this year. I mean, there's no way. No, right? AOS books. I mean, so what are we going? What are we going to get? You know. Well, well, I I mean, I mean, we're already seeing it, right? Which is with every edition these days, both AOS and 40K, they do sort of that three to five book sequence to say goodbye to an edition. And we're getting that with Dawnbringers. And then, and I didn't put this on the list, but I do, I kind of wanted to ask you guys, like, how is it that we've had three Dawnbringer books and then we got Flesh Eater Courts? Was this, again, like, production issues? Are we still dealing with that some three years on? Or, like, what's the what's the deal with Grape Nuts? I can't get my arms around why they would split, uh, assuming that there's more Dawnbringers coming, and I don't know, but... Uh, maybe you guys do. There's got to be um, at least one more because the story yeah, is not gotta done. Yeah, it's got to be one more. Yeah, it's got to be one more at least. So why would FEC come out now unless there were delays? And mm. and the delays may have been because Leviathan was taking up all the production time. That's what I heard. 
right? I, I've certainly heard that as a rumor, and maybe, uh, and so then just dumping. But with all the Dawnbringers, there were new models, so maybe not. It, it's just, it's, I don't know exactly what's happening. Well, because it, it feels like there's kind of screwing up the finale of AOS three. It's confusing this. because that's like the thing with the with all the orc stuff. Like, so we know there's going to be an orcs book coming at some point, probably after the release of the new AOS. And I'm assuming no. I'm I'm assuming without any real knowledge that it's going to be in the in, I mean, everything is released in the first weekend of July. That's what they've been yeah. doing for years now. Yeah. So we just had 40K last year. It's AOS's turn. I'm yep. assuming in July we're going to see that. Uh, there's got to be at AOS, least one more yeah. book leading into that. There's no way we're not going to get anything. Right, uh, so are we going to see an orc book right before it? The orcs always get that screwed right before the release, or right at—they're always the last one <laughs> or the first one after the release, and they all look yeah. cool until everyone else comes out. Yeah. But I mean, they gave us all that cool orc stuff, and then I didn't hear anything about it. And they gave us yeah. all those. Like I agree with you, they shouldn't call them regiments of renown. That's that's a separate thing. Yeah. Um, but they put out the guys, and hey, here's a here's a new battalion with a guy, and he's got a special rule. And yeah, those all came out, and then like a month later, they were kind of forgotten. Mm-hmm. I, don't I just disagree. wonder is like is the Warhammer, the old world, kind of messing up the Age of Sigmar like release pattern? I mean, I would assume the old world's gonna I would populate not, some space. It's not even out yet, so yeah. I I I think we've all heard that it was supposed to be out by now, and it's not. So I don't mm-hmm. like again. I don't know what's going on, right? And then. And then we see this brand new, brand new game of uh, Imperialis. Uh, what's the tiny game called? Uh, Anybody? Legions Imperialis. It's Horus Heresy. Legions Imperialis. Yeah. Ridiculous. But like, <laughs> so like that dropped, and then they're gonna also release uh, Old World within the same like, not not like twenty twenty three, but within the same like calendar. You know, twelve month cycle. Um, yeah, it's just weird. I don't know. I don't. I, it seems all over the place. And like I said, I, I, I've said in the beginning, I'm not complaining. I don't want to suddenly get three books a year like we used to. And then, yeah. it, you know, I feel good that we're seeing releases. I just feel like I would like a little bit more meaningful releases, you know, like like a like a full like book plus a I'd plus rather have like, models. Yeah. And also at the breakneck speed at which they're being released, I no longer collect at the rate that I used to. Mm. And so that's a bummer because I don't digest like the books or the fluff in the way that I used to. Yeah. I I know that you guys are slightly different in that, like you get some preview from workshop and that's great for you, but um, price and uh, speed to market. I I can't, I can't keep up anymore. Right. And I'm a collector. So I just had to stop. Yeah. Well, you can't you can't make eleven new armies, right? I mean, it's just impossible. I can't make eleven new armies, and honestly, I can't uh, because I want to buy more armies. I'm, I don't, um, I don't have the ability to. I don't buy every army book that comes out if I'm not going to yeah. play them. Yeah, you know, I mean, Games Workshop is nice enough to send us advance. Uh, copies, you know, digitally, so we can review it, right. and I just I use that for the review. Um, but if I'm not if I yeah, I can't buy every book, and I I love buying all the books. I love having this big, huge stock of these books. Um, yeah, but I can't. 
that's 11 books a year at 50 bucks a pop. That's, <laughs> I buy an army, most of an army for that, you know? Yeah. Books yeah. just went up to 55 as well. Yeah. So, yeah. And I, buy the, I buy the ones of the armies I play, which is most of them. So I have tons of these books, you know? Yeah. But I but, buy the ones so for the army. Like, they're yeah. devalued so fast now yeah. with the cycle being so quick and right. not carrying books into the next one uh, uh, the way they used to. So, I don't know. Like, I, it, it was funny. I bought the new Space Marine book, um, and I realized that I never actually played a game with last edition Space Marine <laughs> book. And then they killed it, right, and came out with the compendium rather than have it roll over. Yep. So, oh, man. That's exactly my experience with the Space Marine book. I probably played five or six games with the old one just because that's yeah. not my main game. Yeah. yeah. Well, I like to collect things. Like, you know, games oh. that I only get to play twice, you know. Yeah. But that's what I do. It makes me happy. And I'm going to die yeah. soon. So let me just keep living <laughs> happy because that's the goal. Um, Wow. Okay, so that's, that's our bottom of, three. Yeah, that's a bunch of negative. And there were some other, so there was some other you, things. So but you know what? But this, is a conver- this is an interesting conversation. And this is kind of what all my stuff, I have it written here in the notes. It's like, and I, ever, I don't know where this goes. Yeah. You know, it's like, you know, these new things are... This like the new stuff is awesome and it's flying at you like this and everyone's got a, everyone's getting a new little thing. It's like here's a little thing, here's a little thing, here's a little thing. But it's kind of hard to keep up with all the little things. And then you're like you're then you're looking at this and you're like, wow, for eight months there's all like you said all these books and no nothing really new. So it's just uh, well, also and and Chris, you play multiple. I I fancy myself as playing multiple. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a little more challenging these days, but I think I'm picking up speed again. But when there's this many releases in the year, you very quickly get back to it. Like I, if they keep going like this, I don't feel like I would finish my Seraphon and get bored because I, they'd throw me a new like skink something. And so I'd stay on Seraphon. I, I actually want to jump. I enjoy jumping from army to army. Like I'm, I'm that kind of a guy. And I think there's a lot of guys who are that kind of guy, right. Who all like, I don't know. I've I've probably got six AOS armies of like meaningful scale at home, and that's kind of a lot. It is. Yeah. I I don't. I stick with one primarily at this point because yeah. I don't know. Like there's well, just there's not enough room to jump. I guess I don't know. I don't know. A lot of that might have to do with the fact that I mean I don't know how much you get to play. But you kind of yeah. just want to stay proficient with a single army, so you play that one. You know? I'm back to playing about once a week, which is nice. Okay, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's nice that we've hit that point where, like, game stores are back and open and yeah. people are going again. Like, it, it's, it took longer for that to happen than, like, the hardcore tournament came back kind of right away. Yeah, it did. Um, but... Yeah. The organic game night is a yeah. much slower build that I'm finding. Which, which game shop are you playing at these days? I play at a place called uh, Game Center in. Oh. Um, it's in Roseville, Minnesota, and uh, Monday is night the, is that the Fantasy Flight place? Yes, yeah. So Fantasy Flight, as a business, yeah. sold yeah. it. Okay, yeah. And so it got rebranded Game Center. Yep. I love that place. It's so cool. <laughs> It is. And then, like, they've turned their back room into, um, like, video gaming. So there's, like, a whole hub back there of yeah. dudes playing, you know, ah, okay. Call of Duty or whatever they play. Oh, sure. 
And they have and they have good food there. Well, they closed the kitchen. They did. Oh they, man, you that can still stinks. beverages are cool, but um, here was the thing: is they were they were trying to figure it out, right? And yeah. so they started charging uh, a fee to play there, oh. uh, and that drove out ninety five percent of the people, man. Wow! And so they eliminated the fee, but they also eliminated food. They couldn't maintain, you know, paying for. Over two back there. Interesting. So yeah, it is interesting. But yeah, I I used to I used to go there like yeah when I where I was in town for work or whatever I'd always go there, hang out and get lunch and yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, they let you bring food in, so you know yeah that's cool. Yeah. All right. Well, so now we've. Oh, were there any wild card picks in the in the bad zone? Uh... I got two. I got two dead dead air. I got two. I don't have any. No, go share them. Share your two. All right. First one. I'm going to jump game systems now because it's a wild card. Okay. Jump into kill team. Hmm. Kill team has moved into this like season concept, right? And season two focus on playing on a space Hulk, which is a spaceship. If you're not the the gallow dark. Mm hmm. All four of their major releases had the same chunk of terrain. It was only little scatter terrain that was different. And so were you to be like me and buy all four of them, <laughs> I've got four of the interior spaceship sets. Cool. Terrible. <laughs> that kind of sucks. Yeah. Um, I yeah. love the first season where the four big boxes all had different chunks of terrain that existed in different places. So yeah. it was Orktown. And then it was, I don't know, a space marine a station. Space, as a spaceport, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, like an industrial zone, absolutely. Yeah. So, and you know how many games? You know ga- I played quite a bit of Kill Team. I have played zero games in the Gallo Dark. No one I plays that. It, it, it was actually fun. It was very different, right? Yeah. But it's like, yeah. because I play Phobos Marines and they, like, if, you, if you've got the Reavers who shoot their, like, Batman grapple hook and then yeah. scale yep. things, yep. I mean, you don't have access to anything to scale. In the right. Gallo Dark, and so yeah. it changes how you play. Yeah. And so, like, okay, so I switched armies as mm-hmm. you know, as I'm want to do, but yeah. it was just the same terrain, yeah. week in, or release after right. release. And they that, try to do the thing where it's like, oh, we changed up the maps on you. So here's this map layout, this map layout, this map layout, and then it's a different game every time. Okay, well, yes. a different map, and it's like kind of. They they came out with different um, like scatter terrain. So one yeah. is like the hospital room. And so there's like two little hospital beds and then like a, a pile of like syringes, you know, like <laughs> yeah. just yeah. little, but it's, it, it's irrelevant in the right. actual play of the game. Right. So broadly speaking, that was a bummer. Yeah. Um, and then the other question. Yeah. Um, what if, cause it's a season. What if all of them came with terrain, different terrain, but from, like a bigger set. Like if you got all four, you got enough to have this big ass table of terrain would, with all the different parts. Would well, you, I'm just asking if that would be uh, an an okay thing. It would have been it would have been cool if they were like released like you collect all four things and you have like a simulation of the actual ship. Like here's like this part of the ship. Here's like the engine room. Well, that's room what I'm saying. Like, if it's like the bridge the part room, of the ship. Uh, the yeah. bridge, bridge and yeah. much more yeah. interesting than right. just a bunch of hallways over and over again. The yeah. other thing to what you're saying, Y-Tech, so when you think about their first release two years ago, 
it came with Orktown, right? Brand new terrain. Right. And then they started recycling old terrain into the, the next sets. What would have been interesting to me is if like season or, or box two or three still did Orktown, but totally different pieces. That's so now, what I'm saying. Like, That's what I'm asking. Yeah, would yeah. it be cool if they did in a and season, it was the same really place, cool. but different parts mm. of it. If you bought, I don't know, three or all four in a season, then you've got a full 40K table right. of terrain. That's, and it's super thematic. I that's, think that's yeah. what I just oh. said. Yeah. Nope, that's what I just said, too. Okay. All right. We should be on the Games Workshop marketing team. That's an amazing but see, idea. But that would be cool. Like, that, that would, would be, cool. be rad. And I get, because I right. get, you don't want to give the same thing, but you're like, I yeah. want different things. And I was, but it'd be cool if it was the same, because then you got a season. And if it's on a Space Hulk, I got four different parts of the Space Hulk that I can lay out as my full on yeah. 40K table. Yeah. yeah, exactly. That'd be rad. There you go. I'm glad you thought of it. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, baby. Uh, so, what's you your other, what's your other gripey gripe? I do have one now uh, that you mention it, but we'll see if yours is the same. Okay. Um, Twitter. That thing's become just a dumpster fire. <laughs> and I no longer use it, and I no longer follow people who do cool minis and, and paint jobs, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, it's just a sad state of affairs. And that was like the actual social media place where I used to go to for Warhammer stuff. And for me, it's over. And that's a bummer. It is. I j- I'm more apt to look at Facebook now than Twitter. Oh, good. Is, I know. <laughs> I will. Uh, I will post when a new episode's up on Twitter, and um, and I will. I mean, if my if I check for response, if anyone says anything to the directly to the Twitter account, but I just don't. I, there's nothing fun to do on there. There's just it's oh, over. It's just so bad. All it's right. Over. Okay. I don't I, even know what what are people using these days. I don't even know. Like, what do they do? Nothing. Discord for my top three, baby. Okay, I like the yeah. I like the Garage Hammer Discord. That's kind of fun. Yeah. I'm glad we yeah. started that. I'm glad that Rotor's like, come on, just get off your ass and do it. You're being stupid. <laughs> All right, so here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna take a break. Let's do that. Everyone's gonna get their uh, get their refreshments together, get ready, and then we're gonna come back and talk about the stuff we love. Yay! About the game. Hype. No more griping. Hype! 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 We'll be back. Are you finally looking to start your rebasing project? Six Squared Studios. Are you looking for some new and interesting resin terrain? Six Squared Studios. Are you looking for some fancy acrylic counters to keep track of wounds or maybe some other statistical anomalies? Six Squared Studios. Maybe you need a new rack for your paint? Six Squared Studios. Well, then look no further. What you need is Six Squared Studios. They ship worldwide with domestic shipping for both the U.S. and Canada. Six Squared Studios. That's right, Six Squared Studios. That's the number six, squaredstudios.ca. When your gaming needs go beyond your basic dice, tape measure, models, and paints, think Six Squared Studios. Six Squared Studios. Now all your base are belong from them.
And we are back. Hello, what's up? Hey. We're here. Guess what? Top three. Then we're Let's gonna go. We're going to get happy. Plus, we got the extra things that we talk about, other mentions. All right. So, here we are. Top three. And um, why don't you go first, Chris? You haven't gone first yet. So, number three for to me is a Stormcast release that came out relatively recently, which was on Warhammer TV, which is so cool. I'm talking about the Black Talons Stormcast release. The Black Talons. Oh, the models. The models. Love it. And the show? Love that. And the show. Show is amazing. I do like the show. I don't love that that you can't take them in a Stormcast army, but whatever. (laughs) Um... (laughs) Okay, but the models themselves are awesome. Love them, and the show amazing. If you haven't watched it, go on Warhammer TV, pay your five dollars a month, and just do it and watch the show. Excellent. What about uh, you? What you about like you that show? Her? You like that show? I do. I do like Black Talon. So yeah, really cool. Uh, Rotor, what's your? <laughs> I don't think Rhoda likes Black Talon, so... You don't like Black Talon? Come on! It's okay. Um, <clears throat> my well, number three. Your number three. So, uh, I alluded to having put together and painted Thousand Points of Iron Jaws uh, earlier this year, and um, the Iron Jaws release in Dawnbringer book two? Uh, amazing. Basically a whole new army, right? They've got the huge Huge pig that you can yeah. use as like a battle pig, or you can put a character on it. They've got the um, the new uh, only one, yeah. The new black orcs. They got the new big dudes who've got the thing and the stuff, and they got the new the ragers and the other guys. You got it exactly. Bottom line, like it's an amazing release. Um, it, interesting that they didn't get an army book, but yeah. rather this stuff got smuggled into Dawnbringers, but whatever, like however they got it. Was, it. it was very got, odd how they did it. It was like almost like zero fanfare. Like here's a yeah, it didn't ton of new stuff. But it deserved because it wasn't a <laughs> new book, even though yeah. it kind of was, but it, because they didn't do like a full rewrite and let's be real, like the pigs kind of didn't work initially and they had to FAQ it to like, Oh wait, these, <laughs> this doesn't work with the other pigs and like, none of this, uh, but we got there. Bottom line, like, even though I'm not messing with the Iron Jaws at the moment because I'm doing Seraphon, that release, broadly speaking, very dope. But if I had to be specific, yeah, a big pig. Yeah, I agree. Very cool. Very cool. I played against them a little while ago, and they're pretty awesome. The new stuff. The new stuff I played against. It's really good. Smashia. Uh, no. I killed the big pig before it got to move, but that's beside the point. That you're <laughs> so sad, dude. Oh my god, I'm crying <laughs> tears for him. For her, for Sorry about that, but yeah. Why well, take it? Looks like you're scrambling. What's going on over there, buddy? No, I'm keeping track of all of this so that way I know where we were last ne- when we get to ah. next year. I, I I'm jotting the info down. Oh. Um, so I got Chris likes the black talons. I didn't write down rotor shakes his head. I just left that off there. Then I wrote <laughs> new iron jaws, big pig specifically. And then, um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go, I'm going to start off with the Dawnbringers. 
Um, this story general? so far, in general, where the, I'm not certain where they're going. I don't think they um, know at this point. There's, but there's bad things happening, and a lot of bad things are rolling around, and there's gonna be some catastrophe. And honestly, I don't even know if this stupid uh, crusade is gonna make it. Like, uh, listen, you can sit there and be like, oh, they would never wipe this thing out. Like, oh. they would never wipe this thing out. Well, but if you read... They'll, they'll never destroy the old world. If Come you on. read the Cities of Sigmar book, <laughs> the story that's running through, we did it on the show. The letters yeah. home. Yeah. The last letter home is like, we're surrounded. I sent this off with a kid. I hope it gets to you. Tell the kid I love her. I'm uh, I'm dead. We've the, yeah. Our crusade is at an end. Yeah. You know, they killed the old world. I have no <laughs> faith that this crusade's going to make it. It could yeah. totally, I mean, whatever's going to happen, it's going to be cataclysmic, and they're going to either be there or they ain't at the end. But it's not going to, I just don't feel like, it, it's been going well for the good guys for the last year or so. I mean. <laughs> yeah. I'm just. Relatively I, so, I guess. I'm just, I'm liking where the story's going, and I just want to, I, this has been, I've really been enjoying it. Like, I'm excited for the next book. So that's my number three. Don't bring your story fluff. Got it. Nice. Yep. Um, number two. What do you got, Chris? Me. So number two is another model release, and it was just very, very recently. And it's the the big dude from the Flesh Eater Courts. That freaking Ushorin model is just so awesome. I was, not I was released yet. Technically not out in not released yet, but he's uh, he could see him. Um, that thing's is I I, I I like lost it when I first saw the picture. I was like, oh my gosh, that thing is amazing. He's so cool. I'm gonna co-sign that. I I actually put him in my bonus pick because I wasn't sure if <laughs> since he's not out this year yet. Ah. Uh, we could claim him, but uh, you know, like I was at the store today and they've got the, the flesh court book, like yeah. her, uh, the $200 set. So clearly like he's around the corner. Yeah. So I think you kind of, he kind of gets grandfathered in amazing model. Shoot. Oh my gosh. I love the hunchback. I love this. The, yep. Just the, like sheer incredible bulk size of him. Love his little crown. Uh, like that thing gives up, like he's out here by them, right? Like, you, like, when you look at that, there's a feeling that he gives that not every model can do. Yeah. Uh, he was going to be my number two, but I didn't put him at my number two because he's not out yet. Same okay. Same exact reason. Sure. But I was looking at that, and I'm like, what am I going to put here? Like, I know what I want for number one. Um, so I just went with um, – I really like – all the stuff we've seen in the Flesh Eater... We've seen all the new models for the Flesh Eater Courts, and it's seven new characters, including Ushorin, and then three new units. I like this reimagining of the Flesh Eater Courts. I'm just going to go... Not necessarily... I mean, the story, adding him in and, and adding that stuff, it was really fun to read. The new Vargolf is amazing. Yeah, that new Vargolf is, is amazing. Yeah. Um, I like the new characters I like, I like i like the that uh the dude with the thing and the the little like neck crown yeah like, what is he the the uh, sure. herald war warden i think no yeah all of it dope like that 
that was a, a winner. The only miss is that they didn't replace the basic ghoul. Uh, and I wish yeah. they could, because that thing as a carryover from seventh or eighth edition fantasy, it's showing its age. I never liked it even upon release. And those released with the black wolves um, for what are now soul blight and the wolves have already been redone. I was surprised that the ghouls didn't get redone, but if, you know, like there's enough, there's the like graveyard style ghoul and there's yeah. that war cry with the baboons ghouls. Yeah. So yeah. like there's enough other stuff. And I'm guessing there's probably some builds where you don't have to use the, the, the ghouls anymore as your, as your battle, as your battle line. line? Uh, yes. I'm pretty certain that's correct. You don't have, yeah. you don't have to find out. Right now. It's okay. okay. Yeah, I mean, no, I'm pretty certain it's correct. Go all monsters. Yeah. yeah, you can go all monsters. I know you can do that, uh, definitely. Uh, mm -hmm. Crypt Flayers can be battle line. Crypt Horrors can be battle line. Crypt Guard could be battle line. The Knights could be battle line. Yeah. But the only straight battle uh, line is the ghouls. But yeah, you, and you can get the Terror Geist and the Zombie, all that. So, so you, depending on what you pick, almost all of their cool units can be mm -hmm. battle line. Um. I, I, I just like I like how it looks and I've never been a fan of the ghouls. My ghouls that I have that I played with for vampire counts forever were the mantic ghouls. Yeah. Because I just just the weird thing that they're supposed to be, they're not really undead, but they got giant bones sticking out of them. Like mm -hmm. I was just like, Eesh, this seems really weird to me. Like I never <laughs> I I stopped hating them, but yeah, I like that the rest of the stuff though. I like how it looks. I like that they've got they they're starting to get a unified look. Because yeah. it was just all the stuff that we weren't going to put in. Right. Yeah, it was like the leftovers from the Soul Black Grave Lords. Yeah, it was a like, lot of cutting and pasting out of there yeah. and then kind of making yeah. up a, a thing for it. And now yeah. it's working. And I like it. Yeah. So that's what I gave my number two to because I couldn't just give it to Shorin. If I give it to the reimagining, he's in there sort of. Gotcha. He's awesome. That model. Oh, is my God. So he's good. so cool. I'm just like, I'm just going to buy that guy when he comes out. I'm, play Flesh Eater, of course. I'm just going to buy him. <laughs> pretty cool. Uh, my number two. Um, I just said Seraphon. Just broadly speaking, they redid almost every model. Yeah. Awesome. But if I had to be specific, and I will, the Agridon Lancers. I think that those models are amazing. When you think about the fact that they've replaced those Saurus Knights who were essentially riding cows. Um, <laughs> now it feels like dinosaurs or lizard men riding actual yeah. dinosaurs and that's exciting you know yeah. and they have like the size and um they like they, they just look they mean. literally take up room and it feels yeah. Good, yeah. right yeah. like they're not little wimpy nothings they are big beefy dinos and it's right. dope so yeah no i agree with that the, I, the new seraphon release is awesome i i absolutely love the new seraphon release um yeah I just I, I I knew you were gonna gush about it, so I knew there was stuff I could pick. I wonder elsewhere. if they're gonna reimagine some of the classic kits like the Stegodon and the Bastilodon and at some point. I don't know. Whatever they called the thing that used to be the salamander. Yeah. Yeah, spawn a Chotuck. God, that thing is so nice now. It's awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I got two of them. They're, they're just those models done right are just some of the prettiest models you're ever gonna gonna play with they just yeah, yeah. because yeah. uh and maybe it's just the little boy in me who loves dinosaurs but they just look really good Agreed. and look at us cruising through this how is this going to be the shortest part of the episode goodness I, 
These are easy. Like, there's almost no yeah. discussion. Like, we, yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah, yeah I yeah. like it too. Yeah. 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 Yeah, those well, are I, awesome. You're right. Yeah. Exactly. And well, and there's other things too we can ask because I have a couple of other questions too. So, all right, Chris, what is your number one? The numero uno for me is another Stormcast model. It's the big guy himself, the guy in the dragon. I own his Cryptborn. I freaking love that model. It is. It, I was not expecting to see that when it showed up on our feed. I was like, what is that? Yeah. Like, I, I was like astonished to see that thing. I was like, oh my gosh. It's like, huge. It's, uh, I yeah. love the look of it. They, they carved out a different look for a dragon yeah. Yeah. Uh, outside of the like, the star drake obviously but even the the newer dragons um both the the ridden dragons as well as Carandis and yeah. karzanin or whatever Karzai, yeah. um, there you go uh a different look again mm-hmm. and amazing and i love it and i'm i'm i had that on my bonus pick as well i had <laughs> yeah. ushorin and I like that because that dragon, and they actually put in there, okay, that dragon lived a lot of time in Shayish and just had a lot of that death magic draining his yeah. life away and yeah, all that stuff. Really and he just, yeah, he look, he's not old, but he's drained. Right. So he looked, oh, it's, it's a really just a fantastic model. And yeah. that coming in with the Dawnbringers, uh, that part of the story. Mm-hmm. Him going and, and seeing, oh, by the way, can we give a little, since I, since I, I gave that, uh, the Dawnbringers at my number three. Can I just the how many the all the weird stuff you're hearing about what's his name Vandis Hammerhand and yeah. Anonymous comes and they're not talking to each other and they're mad and you're stealing characters you're stealing guys he does he shows up and the guys who have been reforged a bit too many times are getting a bit weird he shows up and then they all just leave and then they nobody else ever sees them again there's so much cool stuff going on in this story when that model dropped all the stuff happened. what's his name shows up again Corgus cool who seems this close to going to demon prince which i want that to happen so bad i want <laughs> i want a Corgus cool demon and the Corgus cool regular model can just be a regular old you know yeah. just a lord mo- of corn just yeah. some regular they, old lord of corn did they ever release Corgus cool no well, they, I mean, he's got his own uh, model, but he, they share the same model. Edition, but like that took forever. That was only in the release box, right? Yes, that was that's yeah. Correct. It yeah it took forever. And yeah. you can just take it as, if you don't take it as Corgus Cool. You could take it Lord of Corn with yeah with thing Blush Hound Pal. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, totally aligned with that. So yeah. I would love to see it, but that that's going back to that. So yeah, the Ion's Cripborn model, when I saw all that and was reading the story of where that was going, I'm like, oh, that's amazing. Yeah. So that is amazing. Uh, you want, okay, who wants to go next? Do you want to, you want to drop your number one rotor? Let's hear it. Let's hear it. You should, you should end it. So why don't I drop my number one, which for me, Cities of Sigmar. Come on, dude. When you started pooping on that in your worst of, you blew my face off. This thing is one of the most amazing releases. I know it's my number one to like play them, but those models were so good. And if I have to be specific and I will again, the free guard Cavalier Marshall, that's the dude on the horse. Who's kind of walking down the hill and his pennant is flapping in the wind. There's clearly a lot of wind going. He looks in a way kind of beaten down and demoralized. Like these guys from the top down feel like they live in the mud and they are working and this is empire from back in the day to such a better degree 
when I saw these really, I like, I want to just, I want to just paint these dudes. I don't necessarily want to play them. I'm very content with, with Seraphon and Orcs at the, uh, Iron Jaws at the moment, but the, the amount of character and story that I read in these sculpts is yeah. inspiring. I think that's the big difference between like these latest sculpts is they've really been incorporating the lore more into like their model ranges. You can just look at these things and it's like, yeah, I get it. You know, I understand what's happening. They were mm-hmm. my number one pick as well because I, yeah, no, I think this is the best line they've done in, I don't know how long. And, mm-hmm. um, it's amazing. Every model is good in it. The story is great. That's bringing forward everything that's happening is really cool. Um, and here now we have now we have a human race, not the old stuff that was just the leftover the soup. The this Sigmar is, soup. Yeah. Th- this is what they look like. And but here's the thing. And this and I I, I heard it on another podcast, and I agreed with it wholeheartedly. Uh, it was one of my first thoughts. Is it makes. It makes the uh, Stormcast look like the imposing Godly. things they are. Yeah, yeah. right. Yes, we, we have a sense of scale. Finally, yeah. we have a yeah. sense yes. of scale, and that scale is incredible. I, yeah. I, 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 I can't, I can't, I can't do a Cities of Sigma army, but I would love to just paint that. I would love to just sit around and paint yeah, that exactly, stuff. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> And I would also say one of the best things about it is that they've really minimized the Dwarden aspect of it. I think that was one of the best. <laughs> but, but that's the thing. Ah. Really focus on the guys in the mud and how they compare against the Stormcast. Totally I agree with you. I that totally. But that's it. If I start a City of Sigma Army, I only want to. Because I, I told my Dwarf Army a long time ago. I don't have yeah. any of those. Even the new guys. I don't have any of them. And I wouldn't mm-hmm. want to buy them. Because those models are so amazing, and all of that stuff just goes so well. It's, it's fantastic. Every bit of that book from soup to nuts works. Um, it's, I, I, and I never had a big love for an empire army. I have an empire army. Yeah. yeah. Um, they were my first army in, like, when I got into fantasy. Oh, yeah? But I never, like, in the realm of all this, like, exciting fantasy stuff they were always very like yeah and they weren't until they got those like uh demigriffs they really didn't have like super interesting things to me yeah. very basic stuff these guys the city's guys way more interesting like just again the level of sculpts and i like and the storytelling in all the different cities what are there 10 12 mm-hmm. cities something like that and like yeah yeah and there's a ton of fluff of do you remember when this game started and there was nothing oh yeah, yeah. There was nothing that was what that's it. what turned me off initially i was like 100%. this is yeah boring and now you and then they like okay this is the gray water fastness okay this mm-hmm. and now we've hit a point where like oh do these you are remember that first fast- summer where they had us all play games and to see which what where these cities which of these things were going to succeed yeah, they gave us like three cities to focus on. Yeah, yeah. I remember. Those yep. are the first few cities. Where are they going to go? They made it. Okay, now the story's going, and it's like, okay, this is pretty cool. Yeah. Now we've well, got twelve cities here, and this is a really cool place to be. So yeah, uh, everything. I just <sighs> pretend. Okay, if you just kind of close your eyes, 
and maybe squint and don't notice the Dwarden and the and the and the Dark Elves. I don't. I, I don't even need to squint. I don't notice them at all. Then yeah. that book is absolutely perfect in every way. I just I, yes, I, it's I absolutely perfect. Yeah, I just love it. Um, absolute first pick. Every every sculpt on there is amazing. Every there's nothing I don't like about it. The stories are great. Um, tying this all in with, with timing, this release coming with this huge crusade and having the characters in the cru- plus, we're getting all this story for them right now, which is which uh, which is great. But it leads me to one of the other things. So, has anyone else got anything they want to say about Caesar Sigmar? No. Nope. All right. So, my question, my my gentlemen, my friends here, what do you hope to see? In 2024, we all know rumors. We know that, well, they've already seen boxes. So we know that the old world is coming soon or yeah. soonish. Yeah. We're all pretty certain that fourth edition AOS is coming in, in July. Yeah. Is there anything you want to see story wise, army wise, any, anything that you're looking forward I mean, to? I always go back to my want of the Tyrion faction for Lumineth Realm Lords. Like, I'm just... Like, everyone. Yeah, like, is there something that if that comes out, you're just like, A, a maybe you just want to see it. Maybe it's a story thing you just want to see. Or maybe yeah. it's something that if they, if they drop this army, I'm dropping everything and going oh, for I want I, If they release the, the Tyrion faction for Lumineth Realm Lords, I'm definitely collecting that and building that army. <laughs> okay. He yeah, emerges I, from wherever he is and, like, has his army of dragon rider dudes. Like, I'm in... And then conversely, I would really like to see Malarian and yep. the Shadow Elves. Um, I remember we got that tease back in the Silver Tower days. I'm sure that that is no longer representative. But even so, I bought Warcry two years ago um, where we got the Shadow Elves. The Shadow Elves. Uh-huh. And so like, they're slowly building them up. Um, I would be interested in that. And then I would also, like, I came so close to picking up soul blight grave lords until i heard you know seraphon are getting their release mm-hmm. um because the blood knights i found so exciting i would i would love like one more release that has the blood knights i just find incredible and i would love like a, a big dude on a, a horse or something like that that would like i want to do an all essentially like a Remember Muslan, and I'm sure maybe that sure. ends up in in the old world now. But yeah, just like a full knight army that's not led by a dude on a dragon. Like I just want knights. Yeah, they don't really have a. So you got like your whole dragon. army is is hero on knight. on yeah on, like on, white lords riding knights and then vampire riding. vampires riding knights skeletons riding knights the hex rates well they're in the other army now but that, yeah, that's your, that. yeah, stuff yeah. on stuff on horses yeah it's just cool that's cool it's like noble sect of of the dead hmm. yeah kind of like the the von karstein one or no yeah. more like the blood uh, dragon classic one, right? blood dragon I, I yeah think. classic blood dragon i mean they have that they have the castellite but you're right they don't have a mounted vampire lord except on a dragon yeah yeah Tech? i don't know in fact now that you see here's where i'm gonna throw a big very damp blanket on this (laughs) (laughs) 
Right. So we see the new <laughs> we see the new addition change. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And last time we had the addition change, and then Marathi got her new model and her new army focus. We got a whole bunch of new stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. And now in this one. We've got a whole new Cities of Sigmar army. That's the drop as we're moving into this new edition. That's kind of what it feels like to me, right? Mm-hmm. And so are we going to get a whole new one of these guys' armies before the next switch in, in three years? And I don't, I, I hope so because at the rate they're putting them out, I get nervous. But I just when I see a whole new army come right before an edition drop, I said, how long? They're going to have to go that one a while before these other mm-hmm. ones come out. Mm-hmm. So then I'm, uh, I am – loathe to hope for things <laughs> um yeah i mean both of those factions are great i want to see something from ulgu as well um but i really it's kind put, of the only realm they haven't really done anything with right and i'm and i'm assuming it's there's for a reason yeah you know um so what i want to see what i really would like to see in 2024 if i don't get something from ulgu I would like to see, because they just keep mentioning it, I want to see a flying uh, either Gits or Orcs army. I want to see a destruction army that has stolen all of those flyers and take because in you're reading the books, they've taken over a lot of these oh, yeah. places. They've got skyports that they've taken over. I want to yeah. see I want to see a I want to see a flying Gits. Like a pirate. I got Trugs Trog herd and I've got yeah. and I've got some of these I got the squig bounders from the 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 yeah. that regiment of renown with the with the rabbles rousers whatever. Yeah. I'll throw yeah. in some I'll throw in some ramshackle flying gits flinging goblins down at people as weapons. I I would mm-hmm. stop for that in a second. And they keep mentioning it in all of these books. So that's that's the thing that I would really drop everything for is mm-hmm. uh airborne Airborne orcs and goblins. So whichever faction they decide to give it to, that's kind of what I would hope for for next year. That's what I'm looking for. Cool. So, uh, okay, one last question so that I can get this going. Who thinks that the uh, Dunbringer Breaker Crusade, now we got two branches of it, right? Because we got the Akshi and we got the Gairan halves, right? Yeah. Um, do they both make it? Does one <laughs> make it or does neither make it? That's our over under here. Uh, I I feel like they'll both make it in some fashion. Like do the Dawnbringers make it? And yeah, I think I think they'll I think they will. I think they'll Chris, both make it. Both. Yeah. yeah. Rotor doesn't even care, but I'm going to ask him. <laughs> I didn't read the books, and I don't listen to your show. I have no idea what actually is happening in Dawnbringers. I apologize. Oh, they okay. Um, the, you, you don't know, have to. You don't have to. It's I know you're tempted to like condense it into 30 seconds. I'm going to ask you to not. Okay. I'm going to say they're both uh, only actually lives. Actually, I'm writing this down. <laughs> actually, only parentheses hasn't what? read a word. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Not even the free ones on Warcom. Sorry. <laughs> that's fine. No, that's fine. I'm just marking it down. Um, I have a question for you, though. Yeah? Or did you want to answer that first before we move on? Um, I think I think one's going to make it, but I don't think both are going to. Okay. 
And I think that'll be part of the big problem that goes into whatever the storyline is moving into fourth edition. That's my guess. Mm. Uh, Elves are going to come and save them at the last second. That would the be ships awesome. Are, the ships Valerian are going to come up to the coast. Valerian and Tyrion come to save them. One on each coast of where they are. There you go. That's the best storyline ever. What Christmas movies are you guys watching this week? We are going to go see, well, we're going to go see Wonka on Christmas Day. We're going to do that. I heard really good things about that one, actually. Yeah, I want to see it, but I'm a Shablagoo yeah. fan, so I like me some Timothy Shablagoo. <laughs> we I like our tickets in advance. Christmas movies. We've watched Elf and um, okay. classic. Yeah. Uh, Christmas story always pops on at some point on Christmas Day because it's just mm-hmm. on. Yeah. Um, TBS or something. Already did my Die Hard. Uh, have not yet done my It's a Wonderful Life, which I will yeah. do. It's my favorite movie of all time. So shut up. Sorry for you. <laughs> you got really favorite. bad taste. It's, it's my crazy. favorite movie of all time. <laughs> it's a Wonderful Life is a beautiful film, and it's Very Jimmy Stewart at his best. Hard. So uh, I watched that. Um, I have watched the Mystery Science Theater versions of both Santa Claus, the Mexican Santa Claus movies, and Santa Claus Conquers the Martians. Ooh, those um, are hilarious. Those are fantastic. But I like yeah. I said, I like I got Christmas stuff on. I have not watched uh, either the animated or the live action Grinch, and I, uh, I don't think I will. I don't. Did you? I don't like. Especially the song. Whenever you play like Christmas music and that Grinch song, You're a mean that one. thing grinds Mr. Christmas Grinch. music to a halt for me. Ooh, puke. <laughs> That's I, Ted Cassidy. Puke. Um, I want to watch. I, I haven't watched Die Hard yet. I always watch that when I wrap presents, which I need to get to. It's getting kind of late. Um, and then um, I think The Christmas Prince on Netflix. Just some real cheese deets. And then... Maybe Batman 2, maybe Iron Man 3, you know? I don't know. We did watch The Santa Claus. I like The Santa Claus. That's Tim Allen. That's yeah. Tim Allen, yeah. yeah, yeah. The second and third ones, eh, they're fine. But I like The Santa Claus. That was on. And then my youngest has been watching. They they have, there's a show of the trials and tribulations of The Santa Clauses, which is Tim oh, Allen yeah. and his wife and their kids and... They're like half magical because of the Santa power. Because Santa's never actually had children; he's just been with Mrs. Claus, and they've apparently been old and not uh, whatever. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just kind of half-ass watching the show because yeah, yeah. you know. We watched Charlie on. Brown Christmas. That was good. You got to watch Charlie Brown Christmas. Do they all dance in that I one? Think I don't you mm-hmm. don't? No, you have to. That okay. one's yeah. that one's in. That okay. one's in. Yeah. yeah. Where else am I going to watch commercials for host or for? Uh, Dolly Madison. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing. That's an old people joke. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not old people, buddy. You're not. You're not. I'm I'm a baby. (sighs) Anybody hoping for any, uh, any Warhammer stuff under the tree? People stop getting me Warhammer stuff. Yeah. I I mean, I went and bought stuff for myself already. (laughs) That works. That works. (laughs) Every little outing I seem to end up at a game store and they're like, maybe I need that. You know, actually, I did ask for one thing. So in the background, you can see that I've got some Warcry, like the meat tree and bamboo terrain from right. the first set yeah. because it had the the, um, the skinks in it. So 
in the most recent release, they put out the terrain as a separate thing from the armies. So it was like the the vampires and Stormcast, I think, but no terrain with it. And so I asked for that terrain set, which I think is something of Talaxia, um, because it's it online only? <laughs> and it's bamboo meat tree. And so I I want to build out that table that's you know like like we talked about with Orc yeah. Town, but yep. with the bamboo meat trees. Cool. So. That's the crash spaceship one, right? Yep. So yeah. I'm hoping we'll see. You know, that would be cool. I I people don't buy me Warhammer stuff for Christmas. It's weird, actually. Um, my my brother-in-law asked, you know, hey, what is you know, and they specifically said models. So I'm like, okay. So I, you know, listed a couple real quick, but I normally no, I don't get Warhammer Pretty for Christmas. Dressed. I buy my own Warhammers. I do <laughs> stick. You ask for from him. Oh, um, I tried to keep it cheap, so I asked like for a hero for uh uh. Slaves of Darkness or the some just the Chaos Warriors. I mean, everything's like fifty bucks. You don't want to be, you know, be like, no that that that's the worst part. Like, what am that, I going to be like? Buy me some paints. Like that's they're, they're going to know you're like. <laughs> the pricing has put them out of stocking stuffer range, which is a bummer. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And that's I I just I just didn't have anything, so I was just like, okay, that or you know, I named a few things, and it was I tried to keep it simple, but um, yeah. I mean, I just pick up what I want. This is my hobby. This is what I do. So, yeah. oh, anyone have any other things that they want to say that they did like? Any things that they um, wanted to bring up? Oh, um, did I mention the Harbinger, the Magikin guy? I love that model. I the yeah the it looks like a Frank Frazetta painting. I I love uh, so cool that. Um, the Stormbringer thing that they did mm, this year, the magazine, the magazine. Yeah, talking about that. Yeah, <laughs> where you invest and you get you like they you 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 put in at at what level you want, and then they're just it's like it's like a grow campaign, except you don't have to have any friends. You I thought just about like, it. Boom, like boom. I thought about it. It's giving Stormcast every month, right? If you pay the twenty five bucks yeah, a you month, you get a Stormcast yeah, army. Screw. It's like, I got everything, so it didn't make sense for me to yeah. do that. But it, you know, if they do, like, there were some other models they gave out too. I, it wasn't I, all Stormcast. I, well, no, if but, you went on the full level, yeah, it was pretty much yeah all. But you you can go at that top level and get all the things. You suddenly you're getting dragons and this, that, and the other. Yeah. I'm like, that's so cool. I'm like, I don't want a Stormcast army, but <laughs> I thought the idea was fantastic. I was actually. I kept looking at that at the price tag. Oh, that's such a great deal. That's such a great deal. And I'm like, thank God it's not an army that I'm going to need because I totally would have bought in on that. <laughs> yeah. I probably would have done it if I didn't have everything already. Just like, yeah. Just that's like the you thing. Said. You, yeah, you had it all. Yeah. Mm. What army, what army, what no. existing army could they so put out? You would do it for a Gravelord's army. I would. I'd, I'd subscribe for like a year and get that army slowly. Like that would actually be more exciting than I think going to the store and dropping five hundred bucks or whatever. Like, and then taking it all home and being like, okay, now it's you know going to go on the shelf with all my other crapola back there. That's what I'm thinking. Every month this is showing up. You got a month to get done to keep yeah, up right. with what you're doing. At least you could put it together. It puts right? you on a timer. Yeah. To at least it's try. Like slow, bro, and it it keeps that. Like just drip feed hype. Yeah, I like I like the concept. You just got to find the right mix for it. 
Yeah. What about you, Chris? What army would you do that with? Mm, possibly a city's army. I'd probably do that with. Oh, I would too. Yeah. Yeah. That. Yeah. They're probably yeah. too new to go into that. Yeah. Program. And you'd need a lot because that's a lot. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I, would def- I would definitely do that because I don't have any of that stuff. So it would be perfect. It would you be. Know? Yeah. Because they can't yep. do that with the model armies that are just mostly bigger models. Like you're not going to do an right. ogre one. Yeah. Um, I don't mind. I don't know that there's one that I would absolutely do. I'm trying to look, and I don't have all the books in front of me. Um, oh, one of the chaos armies. Yeah, I mean, thinking, uh, maybe a a corn, maybe a corn demons. I was thinking maybe could get me or a corn army, but. I've just built all this Slaves of Darkness. Like, I just don't, I don't yeah. know that there is one I would go for. Those demons have been around for 20 years, bro. If you haven't yeah. bought them yet, you ain't <laughs> bought them. Yeah, that's, you know, but uh, that would have to be, they'd have to have some new models for that one. Yeah, they couldn't even probably release that. It'd have to be something newer. There's yeah. nothing, there's nothing brand new other than Cities of Sigmar that I mm-hmm. would go for. Yeah. Yeah. So what about um, you know every new year they do new year new army? What's got you tempted to do new year new army? Anything? Ooh. Like last year I did a Sylvaneth army. I built one from the ground up, painted it, built it, painted it, played it. Well, I've got my Seraphon at a thousand, so I'd like to get him to two thousand. And okay. I haven't done any Slan. I haven't done any Skinks. I haven't done any sort of the the Starborn side. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know that I want to yet. Like, I want to do the Carnosaur. I want to do um, more Saurus, more Croxagore. Um, like, I, I I, want 2,000 of Coalesce before I start I anything Starborn-related, I think. That makes sense. Yep. Dave? What did you say you were going to do, Chris, for the new year? I haven't said anything yet. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, down, I'm asking dude. you. I was writing He's it down. That's why. I keep the track. Um, He'll lose his notes. Don't worry. No, <laughs> I, I always do, but I'm going to try to keep track of them. So next year, I have to paint. Um, I'm going to. Uh, next year, I will. I will paint 2,000 points of Lumineth Realm Lords. Wow. Okay. As a, as a start. Wow. I can't wait for this to not happen. This is unbelievable. <laughs> You've been talking literally probably every episode for three years. Oh, I got to get it done for Harrison. Blah, blah, blah. Never. I, Why tech? I, I have, have. I have. I will. I will. We can do paint nights. I'll be there. If you want to really, if you genuinely want to do it, I, I can help you. I am going to have the last 10 nights. I'm going to have the knights and these guys done, and I will have enough. Uh, I will Slaves have enough darkness. Slaves of Darkness done. Where I might, I mean, before Adepticon, I may need to do that unit of knights and get them painted. But I don't have to paint these last few bits. Like, I'll just, I've got enough here. I'm mm-hmm. going to switch over in the new year, and I'm going to get them. It's going to happen. It's going to, cool. it's going to happen. And once I get that assembly line going, it's really going to happen. Okay. That's a tricky cool. army to paint. Uh, probably, but yeah. I'm getting at least 2K of Lumineth Realm Lords painted. Okay. And um, 
at least one other project's going to be happening. Okay. I'm not What's certain that? which yet. I'm not certain which yet because I've got a bunch of stuff sitting on the table that I haven't finished. I will name them, but I have the Tyranids. I have sitting right there, and I've assembled it. Like, the dudes are built. And I've never, and I... <laughs> I always buy the starter boxes from 40K. I do as well, yeah. I always do it. I have never, including when I played Stormcast, never finished the box. I've got Adastra. I've got, like, multiple copies of her. I've got the the big Lord dude in, like, pieces, mostly painted but not assembled. I want to get Leviathan done. Just like I don't know if it's good, and I don't want to know if it's good. That'll that'll harm my interest. Assembled. The models are great. Ask Chris. The models are yeah, great. They're fantastic. I know they're great. I built. I'm looking. At, I'm looking at my. That's all that matters. Because you're right painting now. There them. Is. There is. Yep. Yep. So, and I I know the scheme, and I bought. <laughs> so stupid, but I like wanted to start with the basing and do all the bases at the same time, prime the dudes off the bases and then put them on so that I can just build them up slowly. But it, cause like when you have dudes, but they're on unfinished bases, it always looks unfinished. But if you have a finished base, they look better. It's just kind of a cheat code. And so that's where I'm going to start is base them. That's interesting. And then build them up. I do have to finish basing those guys. That's a good call. But I've started basing my uh, slaves of darkness, and I'm happy yep. with how they're turning out. So, yep, I got so it. For me, I, I did get a new static grass thing, and that one this it's been working, and I did not shock myself once. So that's good. Um, so for me, um, I want to do. I want to finish the slaves, the soul blight grave lords army. I've been working on. I don't. I got to paint a bunch of blood knights. I got to paint my zombie dragon. And finish rebasing some old stuff. Paint my dire wolves, and I'll have that done. And then I want to paint two mega gargans next year. And then I I, I also want to finish this um, Warcry Warband. Make sure yeah. that that actually like I don't want these half baked projects because I'm looking at some marines from a while ago. I've still got my. Um, do you guys buy those like when they do a new edition? They will come out with the like. Um, Objectives. Oh yeah, I still yes. got objectives. I have They're so eight. many boxes. I have <laughs> so many objectives that are built and primed and sitting, and sitting. And I, so I'm looking at this editions and last edition. Don't feel bad. That's I'm mandatory. Sitting. You're not a real gamer if you don't have yeah. some of these little extra bits sitting around yeah. not done. Yeah. How many of those I'm are you at... pledging to do? How are you going to get six done so you have objective markers? <laughs> uh, no pledge. No pledge. <laughs> I'm gonna paint uh, King Broad. Whoa! I'm gonna paint King Whoa. Broad and a Gatebreaker next year as well. Who Beef Bash Brothers? Whoa! Yeah. Beef Bash. Yep. So I'm gonna I'm gonna finish off my 2K Sons of Bayamont as well. So a King Broad and a Gatebreaker. Yep. And finish my Soul Blight. That's my. That's and my finish deal. your Soul Blight. I'm gonna do 2K of LRL. Um, and I'm going to do at least one other project, which means I'm either going to work on the Tyranids, probably I'm, I'm leaning towards Legion Imperialis because it's actually on the sprue and I want to play the game. So I got to get those things painted so I can get them on the bases so I can play some of you know, that game because nice. I've been doing a lot of watching that stuff. Um, January, 
Luke Skywalker and Darth Vader drop for Shatterpoint. Oh. I know that already. Yeah, oh. And I've got all those guys. Not those so, guys because they haven't dropped yet. Do we want to talk about like what we want to do in the new year for like the show itself? Or do we sure. not want to approach have... that subject? Go ahead. I mean, <laughs> hey, listen, we had a long list last year. We got two of them. Yeah. At least we have a goal chart. So what do you want? What are we going to so, do? I mean, I would like to do um, some battle reports, you know, like YouTube style battle reports. I would love to do that. Okay. Chris and Dave play Age of Sigmar and people watch that, it. Yeah. People, hey, other people put out battle reports. Some of them I watch. Some of them I don't. We could throw yeah. ours in the mix, I suppose. Um, yeah, I would yeah. like. I would like. You know, I'd like to do it with like good quality, you know, cameras and editing and all this stuff. I would too. I actually do have a yeah. face made for radio, but mm-hmm. we could. I mean, I'm willing to try it if we can get that thing rolling because I have yeah. the channel. I just don't use it because I'm terrible right. at it. Yeah. Um. <laughs> uh, what else? Um. I I think we could like expand like the actual podcast itself. We could instead of like recording like we do now we could even like we could like do like we want to record live kind of like, like how the do guys a live like, one like not all the time but maybe once in a while like on just do it on twitch at the same time as we record it you know yeah and yeah. take like questions people could like be there and like ask us questions like during the show i don't know <laughs> uh yeah, I don't know about that last part. Well, I have a I have a hard enough time having a show that is heavily edited. Yeah. Um but would I like to do one or we just wouldn't be all the time. But, I mean but, you know, once in a while, you know. Well what is it? Uh like Vince and t- they do the Warhammer Weekly. A lot of people just do their shows on YouTube. Do we want to record the show live on YouTube? I'd have to be a little bit more organized and I might have mm-hmm. to clean my basement. But yeah. I don't have a problem doing it live, but right. the whole having a have, those when you got shows with the with the with yeah. the people coming, the chat, you need someone who needs to watch that. And I'm not yeah. that guy. And we're I don't want to. I got this. We're not hiring. <laughs> this we're not that <laughs> important. We're gonna hire one of those people's. But I yeah. to do a live show, I would love to. That would be fine yeah. with me. Yeah, people not could all sit the time, and watch us and say all the while. dumb things. Maybe once in a while. Yeah, yeah. but I okay. think that's. <laughs> <laughs> I love the instant feedback I'm getting on this too. It's fantastic. In, indeed, yes. So yeah, is that that's your hope for next year? Uh, we're gonna yeah. Well, hey, who knows? We got the right. We got the Discord going, so maybe we'll we get did. some battle reports going. Yeah. I just want to get some more. I want to just focus on this and make it as good as it can be, and maybe do some more Garage Gamers and yeah, Garage I mean, Worlds because be cool I like, doing my like a, side a new stuff. army comes out and we play a game with it like right away. You know, that would be cool. That would be cool. Yeah. That would require the dedication of getting that. Well, you already have everything. So we I do. Right? Outside of the few new things, we wouldn't have to get stuff painted mm-hmm. so quick. Because mm-hmm. you don't want to put know, it up and, there and, plastic. And we, and we, we, I mean, we do get advanced stuff from yeah. Games Workshop. So yeah. we could have it ready by the time we play the game, you know. So there you go. There's the things Chris wants for next year. Me, I just want the show to be good and keep going. <laughs> um. I'm gonna do more hobbying though. I'm enjoying. I've really been enjoying my hobby this year. Oh, and I got yeah. a, I got someone. Um, I got a place to stay at Adepticon, so I'm definitely gonna oh, go. Okay. Yep, I'll be there. So it'll be nice just to get away for a few days. All right, cool. Um, is there anything else we wanna wanna rah rah about? Any last rah rahs? 
No. No last rah That's great. That is fine. <laughs> Thank you. So, love you too. That- Please do me a favor. Stick around. Uh, I have uh, something I gotta, I'm putting up at the end of the show. But yeah, we're gonna go and we'll uh, we'll just sign off on this end first, real quick. So, Rotor, thank you for being on, man. Hey, buddy, we'll see you next year, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, we appreciate um, it. And I, I'm gonna have these notes. I'm gonna put them somewhere, and I'm gonna actually keep them correct. And uh, all right, so yeah, I've got it all. And next year, we're gonna see where this one goes, and, <laughs> and I'm gonna try <laughs> not to say models. Uh, or lack of models as my big complaint three years in a row. I'm gonna That'd be make, amazing. I'm gonna actively try to pick something different. So I right, thank you, man. Thank you for being on. And hey, Merry Christmas, everyone. Happy holidays, Merry whatever Christmas. it is you celebrate. Uh let's real quick, thanks to KSR Superstore, Six Squared Studios, Grognards, and our Patreon patrons, Jake C, James Brown, Old Man Yeti, Associate Producers. Executive producer Scotty Milne, George Stradon, and Sir Killsteak, and our newest patron Dan Durrett. Thank you guys for being a part of this. Look, Chris is already ready already, so here we go, folks. Until next time, only the faithful will be triumphant, only the faithful will stand when all others fall, and only the faithful will know no despair except in failure. For Sigmar! Congratulations, you made it to the end of the episode, and now you're going to get to hear my big announcement. All right, starting today, I am running a PBS-style fundraiser for my Wargaming Club. Now, first, let me say that the generosity of so many of you have shown to our club is amazing. But as the kids keep building and painting and playing, they're starting to gravitate to favorite games and models, and they're starting to ask for stuff, and they wanted to start to raise some money for club, but we literally have like 15 kids in club. I think it's 16, maybe. I think there's a kid who's interested who might be coming next semester. Uh, that's not really enough to do like popcorn or chocolate sales or whatever. Like They could really bust their chops and raise a little bit of money, but it's just with the size of the club, real, having real fundraisers is difficult, okay? So this is what I'm trying. Okay, now, you know how people ask for donations for charity for their birthday and things like that. That's kind of what I'm doing. But I said it's like PBS style, right? So it's not like, hey, please just donate for my birthday. Uh, if you don't know what PBS style um, uh, fundraising means, it means they, uh, they, it's like public television here in America. Um, you know, they, uh, they have a fundraiser, telethon, whatever you want to call it, every year, except uh, when you, if you donate at certain levels, they send you little gifts that were given by their sponsors and stuff and things like that or people who help out uh, as a way to say thank you. And that's, that's what we're doing, okay? So uh, I'm just asking if, if people have and can donate, you know, and I'll tell you how to donate in a minute. But first... Uh, Here's the different levels and the thank yous you're going to get. Um, I've been working with the guys at Six Squared, and they're going to help with this. And so everyone who donates $10 or more to Wargaming Club gets a custom set of Garage Hammer-themed objective tokens and a combat gauge, okay? Now, anyone donating $20 or more gets the tokens and three of my models. The zombies, the skeletons, the graveguard, the ghouls, a lot of the stuff that I built up in my old armies, a lot of the stuff is still on square bases, but I know before people have expressed interest in this, I've talked to several of the Patreon patrons and some of the people on the Discord, and they thought getting a piece of Garage Hammer history could be a cool thing. Like I said, you're donating to club, and I know you're donating out of the goodness of your heart. You're not donating to get stuff, but I'm just trying to find things that I could do to say thank you, and I thought this might be a cool thing, okay? Now, anyone donating $50 or more gets the tokens 
and the three models and an additional seven models for a total of 10. I can't make promises. It depends on when they come in and what I have, you know, but uh, I, I everybody who donates will get models from me, the stuff that I had that I used, um, stuff from a, bit of, a piece of garage hammer history, if you will, okay? Now, if you donate over $50, the rewards start over too, so, you know, at $60, you'd get an extra set of tokens. At $70, you'd get an extra few models, like that sort of thing. Now, you're all wondering, how do I donate to your students and keep their hobby going? Okay, so hold on. <coughs> I'm dying. That's not a good pain. Um, okay, before I tell you that, I want to tell you one more thing. Before I tell you how to donate, just bear with me, guys. I know this is, this is long, but I'm sorry. On the t- February 25th episode, which will actually come out on the 27th, which is my birthday, I will let everyone know how much we raised, okay? But it's also my birthday, so we're going to record this on February 20th. So up until February 20th, we're doing any sort of donations. If you re- if you donate by February 20th, you will be um, you know, marked and you will get some rewards, okay? Um, but it's my birthday, right? And no birthday is complete without gifts. Now... I'm going to take a hobbit's approach to gift giving this year, okay? If you don't know what a hobbit's approach to gift giving is, hobbits usually give gifts to their friends on their birthdays, okay? So throughout the episode, anyone who donates to club wants to be tuning in because not only will I be thanking you guys, but I will be going through and people who have donated, I will be calling out throughout the episode random people and just being like, hey, guess what? I'm throwing in an extra this or that for you. Um, I can't say what those things are because really, if you're donating out of the goodness of your heart, that's great. If you're donating because you want to get some cool Garage Hammer history prizes, that's great. Um, The other stuff is just other bonus stuff that I don't really want to mention because I don't want that to be the reason people are donating because this is not a raffle. This is not an auction. This is, I just want to, I want to say thank you to the people who are always so generous to this show and to what we do here. Um, honestly, really, guys, it's it's amazing how this show, I mean, this show only exists as, as long as it has because you guys have funded it. So I do feel a little guilty coming back and asking you for even more. Um, and you, I, I don't feel, you know, you have to, you, you know, but I just want to give a chance to do this. So there will be uh, random donors adding stuff to their thank you for being a donor package. I'm not saying what, but if you know anything about me or the show or our sponsors, you know they will be cool and worthwhile bonuses uh, for the thank yous from me. Uh, There will also be a couple of hints and episodes leading up to my birthday episode. Lord knows I can't keep a secret very well. Uh, So if you want to donate, here's what you need to do. Go to PayPal. Just donate through friends and family. You can donate to uh, the the email address, garagehammeratlive.com. When you do, just put in the following message for episode 332 and then put your name and address. Okay, episode 332 is the birthday episode. I'll be 52. Not a milestone birthday, but let's see what we can do. You know what I'm saying? And that's it. So you help out this part of the community that can't afford to, to keep in the club itself right now, and you get Garage Hammer stuff as a thank you. And if you do donate, be sure to turn into the birthday episode to hear if you're one of the lucky people who get extra stuff in your packages. Like I said, I can't say what it is, but it's things that are cool. Okay, thanks for listening to this. Thanks for listening to the show. Thank you all for being real tools. Um, this is me signing off. And uh, once again, guys, happy holidays. Whatever holiday of the, I think, 14 or 15 in this past month, that happened whatever holidays you're celebrating or no holidays i hope you're having a happy season and also happy new year you guys are the best
man. Thank you all for even listening this far and considering this. I will shut up now. I will sign off the show. Yeah, only the faithful, folks. Only the faithful. <laughs>